TGIT. It it's Tuesday. Work. That doesn't work. I, it doesn't have the same <laughs> ring as TGIM, but it's Tuesday morning. That means Dr. Chaffa is going to be here in studio with us. I think maybe right now. I was about to go on the FM, but he's about to walk through the door. Thank you for uh, for taking the time to hang out with us. This is going to be a giant distraction. And uh, here we go. But let us know what do you have going on today. Let us know uh, how you're how you're doing. We're excited to be able to start the day with y'all. How you doing, Doctor Chapa? I'm fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing good. <laughs> it's really crazy. Uh, you know how time is. <laughs> it's the how is time? Can you explain this one? Uh, well, you know. Every week, it's the same uh, bat time, same bat channel, and the um, if you get out of your house even five to seven minutes behind schedule, it just mm-hmm. it completely you know you can't make it up. You know, Doctor Chopper, this sounds kind of like you know a, a health thing where it's like if you don't if the dude don't get out of the house five to seven minutes early, you're going to be five to seven minutes late. That's right. That's right. That's about how it works this morning. You so. can't make it up. You can't make it up. You, you can gotta, try. Yeah, all you can do is beg for forgiveness. So You can try. Yeah. Hey, well, good morning. Good morning. Good Dr. morning. Dr. Chapa is into his house. Yeah, we're glad you're here. We're, um, you doing pretty good? I am. I'm doing really good. Had a great, amazing weekend. Um, spent three days with some amazing clinicians and docs in the Houston area. And uh, people from all over the country, actually, a lot of people from southern Southern California and uh, in the Northeast, and um, and it was it was wild uh, to see many people come into Houston for a, a seminar, and uh, it was all about you know the power of uh, emotions and how our emotions play such a you know uh, a part in our overall health and well being, and. Uh, 90% of that game, you know, that it can be retraced back to our past a little bit. Like mm-hmm. what, what happened in our past, our emotional realities become, you know, an expression of how we handle and deal with life's challenges today. And, and then the way triggers come into our lives day in and day out that ruffle our feathers or make us, you know, recluse or, you know, things occur. And how if we can help people become aware of those emotional disconnects from, you know, their past that could be a that something triggered today we could still help their body deal with stress better because it always comes down to dealing with stress mm-hmm. and uh, 90% of the times people are so you know stressed out with something physically emotionally spiritually they're heavy laden and burdened and uh, you know when we're as Christians we're so lucky that we can lay our burdens at the foot of the cross right and uh, but a lot of folks you know might not have that and a lot of times you know, I always like to say, if, if you can name a thing, you can control a thing. But if you don't know something's happening in your past uh, that could be driving the way you handle stress today, then, you know, we have a we have a challenge uh, in front of us. And maybe that's why you have reoccurring ailments in your body and it's your body's check engine light expressing a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Whenever you have um, a problem you're trying to get fixed, you have to put your finger on, hey, what's the issue? What is the issue? Because otherwise you're just... You don't know, and you how do you, how do you find the solution? And and it, and this is what I'm all about, and what I've set out to do at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is to find a way to find the underlying cause of why your body's breaking down. And I'm open to the idea that it might be, you know, nutrition might be my doorway to reach the uh, the masses because people can re- they can relate to food, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has you know uh, some level of relationship with camaraderie in around food fooding so to speak 
And uh, if I can help people realize that that's just the doorway into the bigger conversations of finding out how to clean the body up biochemically and, you know, emotionally uh, from the past. And, you know, one of the topics that we've been uh, we're putting together a class around adrenal health, energy, panic attacks, depression, uh, anxiety, sleep challenges. And we have had people just commenting, yes, we want to come to that seminar. We want to come to that program because it's they people are dealing with this stuff day in and day out. So I thought maybe we'd just kind of talk to, you know, some of these uh, things going on. So if people have questions that we can talk to. Uh, with respect to anxiety or panic, and whether it's you, a loved one, or a child, uh, we've got answers to help you work through these, you know, really challenging issues that rise up. Because it's no fun watching people suffer with this stuff. That's and, true. Okay, so right now it's eight forty-one. This is KHEA Radio ninety-nine point five FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till eleven. We have about two and a half minutes left. Whenever this two and a half minutes is up, if we're in a good point, we'll be able to go on the FM. That's some behind-the-scenes stuff right there. We literally okay, so we're on ninety nine point five FM right now. There's music playing. If you're listening on KHEARadio.com, that's what you would hear. It's actually a song by Bethel from the Victory album, which is one of my favorite um, albums that's out right now. We actually had a rehearsal last night for music, and we did one of those songs. So I was really excited about it. Woohoo! So we kind of have to get these catch whenever like somebody's not in the middle of a thought, and then we say, okay, we're gonna go on the FM. So it's a big old. Guessing game. Yeah, we always a puzzle. I wonder, you know, we always say like kickstart with Guardian Kurt starts at eight thirty, but we never like we start our Facebook live at eight thirty ish. Um and the FM people are probably sitting there going like What's going on? What's going on? And then they like adjust the clock to get it back to eight thirty. They're like, <laughs> Oh, I goof. <laughs> Those guys don't mess up on time. It must Ever. be it must be like the iPhone's wrong or like our, our phone. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. We got about a minute 40. Good morning. Let us know what do you have going on today. Robin, I see that you are uh, you're on. Pierre, good morning, sir. And uh, Leah and everybody else is hanging out. Mercy, good morning, sunshine. Did I win? Hey, you may have won. You, you may have won. We need to announce those winners. We're probably going to do that around in that 9 o'clock, almost pretty much 10 o'clock hour, that window. We're giving away some crawfish. Fub on me, Bistro and Girl. If you haven't had the opportunity, check them out. Make sure you go do that. It is so good. It is so good. And I'm a big fan of crawfish. This is a Vietnamese restaurant. So they have pho. You can go get some of the soup. You know, if you hopefully you're not feeling under the weather because the weather's kind of been doing some up and down stuff. But if you are, you need to go get some of that Vietnamese noodle soup. It hits the spot. After you come to Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center so that I can get you well <laughs> enough to go enjoy that wonderful that bro- But ha- do, you eat, do you eat that? I love Thai food. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, and so Vietnamese, you can use those broths and stuff like that. They're so loaded with nutrients a lot of times. Assuming they don't use MSG. They don't. Okay, then we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, of that stuff you got to uh, avoid. Yeah, well, you definitely have to be aware because, you know, Chemicals are chemicals. Yes, yes. We got 25 seconds. Here's a look at uh, some of the delicious food, but we're going to be picking some winners. You're going to have the opportunity to win that. Right now, we got Dr. Aaron Chapa in the hot seat. He's going to be answering your questions. We're going to be learning about health, getting well, using food as a medicine, so that way you don't have to be sick anymore, so that way whenever you get to be uh, much older in age, you'll be able to, to live a, a full life. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. And it is a beautiful Tuesday morning. 
I see Colleen Merritt. She popped on the stream, but we got some encouraging texts this morning, and it really brightened my day. Yeah, we were kind of in a bad mood. When you say we, Kurt kind okay, of walked, I was. he stomped in here, and he was like, mm, life. And I was like, is good? And you were like, life. And I was like, oh, gosh, why? I need some, I need some encouragement. And then Colleen popped in and brightened my day. No joke. We, we what, was I bringing you down a little bit, Kurt? Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. Not really. You're not sorry. No, we should be. You know why I'm not sorry? Because I, we're gonna get our even more sunshine with Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio. Come on now. You know he is a ray of sunshine. You are. That's an accurate <laughs> description right there. You walk in and you help brighten the day. Maybe saying just good morning to somebody and just having a smile makes a huge difference in you, everybody's life. We all have a million dollar asset. Do you know what it is? What? It's My that face. lovely smile. Hey, My I, face. I got a, an electric toothbrush that I've been using, and so I'm working on my smile. It's one of those burst ones. I told my wife, and she's like, is that the one that Khloe Kardashian sells? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen that. But they have the corn, and they're like, have you, have you seen any of the, those ads? I have seen the burst. They put coffee grounds like on a piece of corn. And then they like clean it off with the toothbrush, and it's like, imagine if it gets this corn this clean, <laughs> what, what it, it does do to, to your, your teeth. teeth. And so That's it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. So, Dr. Chapa, you are a ray of sunshine. I'm glad that you're here today. I'm glad to be here today. I was, you know, I always look forward to coming and hanging out with you guys because you guys, you know, are a, a symbol, like a you know the bat symbol when it's up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Y'all are a bat symbol for you know warm, uh, encouraging thoughts. And bringing smiles and sunshine we to try. all those that are listening to us. And we're so glad because, I mean, so much <laughs> negativity around the social media world. You mm-hmm. know, so it's always, it is awesome to have a positive, you know, in, in, inspir, inspiring message to give to the people. All right. So make sure if you're watching, share this video out. We're going to be talking for this hour and a half about um, anxiety. You know, what can you do to fix it? Are there things that you are doing in your life? To cause stress? Are there things that you're doing in your life that cause anxiety, you know, worry? And these are things that you don't necessarily have to deal with. We're going to be talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa how you can handle these situations in your life, how you can um, get better, live better, be better, feel better. So I'm excited to be learning about this because this is something that I think people don't realize there's a better way. You know, is there a better way? Kurt, do you, have you ever struggled or dealt with anxiety? or stress, or just the weight of the world is on your shoulders and and nothing you can do, you know, makes you feel like you can escape it. You know, I was in a situation last night where that that was the case, where Mm -hmm. there was a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. I I, I got an email last night that was like, put it a little over the top, and I was just like, really? We're going to add more? Okay, we got more. But anyways, I was like, oh man, I was kind of frustrated. But for me, it's, it's usually like the anxiety and stress, and then I pray about it. And I say, you know what, God, just release this from me, and then it's gone. It's great. So prayer, that that's one option. You know, prayer can work. Kind of changing your mindset. It's its half the, the struggle, I suppose. Could I throw out, it's, it's even more than it can work. Mm-hmm. It will work if we just exercise it. You know, we were just talking about this at church the other day, that, you know, we don't reach you know, to prayer first. We're not that culture that prays without ceasing. And and I think that if we could help people realize that, you know, God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hears your messages and hears your words. And, you know, the Bible says, you know, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, present your request to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart, your mind, and your soul through Christ Jesus, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. You know what the Bible also says, which tell is me. interesting? Tell me, tell me. Some things only 
only leave with prayer and fasting. They only that's okay. Yeah, you know, and that has to do with your with your diet as well. And in fasting, like what? Yeah, that's and so fasting from it could be fasting from particular food additives or particular food substrates that are not. I mean, they're they're food. I mean, we sell them as food mm-hmm. according to the laws of the land. But really and truly, if you have and consume make believe food, the best you'll ever have is make be- make believe health. Come on, y'all are a little <laughs> slow. <laughs> to well, you know, I was waiting for him. I was like, okay, he's, he's gonna start saying it. Today. He's got so, it. And then he just. I, mean, I like try to pitch it but, down the but, middle. But, 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 yeah. I'm trying this new bang, and it's not making me any. What's happier. the flavor? What's the flavor? It's called. Froze Rose. Man. Ooh, I'm just let me saying. see that. It's brand new. I'm just. I, uh, it's not hitting me like it no, normally does. It, Kurt, this says Frosé Rose. I'm going oh, <laughs> to try to, I'm gonna try to uh, figure out a way to create my own, like, you know, bang drink that y'all would, you know. Oh, if you make a bang energy that's Choppa approved, I will drink it. <laughs> hey, speaking of Choppa approved, so we talked to Sarah from Prepping Sisters, and she's serious about. I want to make the choppa, you know, the the diet stuff. So I think I'm going to drop off that the guideline for the the blue paperwork that you have. Yeah, the purple. Yeah. Yeah, the purple diet, or or yeah. hey, I don't know what I, it is. It's my cleansing diet. Yeah, but absolutely, and maybe you should uh, put us together and let us uh, brainstorm. I would love to have, you know, a help in creating because what I've learned is, guys, if you've got a vision in your heart and you've got a passion you want or, or a message you want to get out to the world, sometimes you have to realize you're going to have to create a team of people that love and believe what it is that you do and that living well clinical nutrition and there's no way that i'd be able to come here consistently every week on the radio and share my message if i didn't have a great team of people so living well clinical nutrition center loves um their staff we are so thankful for each and every one of them that support us uh, at the front desk in the back office in the marketing department as well as our clinicians that are you know have this idea and this vision too that we can get well without drugs and surgery and that's what we stand for we want to help you find the underlying cause of why your body's breaking down and every symptom you have is a check engine light, guys. So it doesn't matter if it's a skin rash. It doesn't matter if it's a heart palpitation. It doesn't matter if it's anxiety. What, whether, whatever you're dealing with, whether it's real or imaginary, there is a, a, a sub you know, understanding of what has to be done to change that reality if you want it to be better. Mm-hmm. And so we, we use food as our first line of defense. Food, food. Food as defense, food as medicine, it's not the first thing that comes to mind. I always think of, you know, going to the doctor, they write something down and slap it to you and right. hopefully it'll fix everything. A wonder pill. And a wonder pill. And that's only been around for about 60, 70 years into that point of, you know, medicine in that form of delivery mm-hmm. as a, I don't want to say as an idol, but as an idol approach to solving problems. But if you think about the all of us are guilty we want the path of least resistance it's hard to diet change it's hard to make food choice changes and we don't realize like what we opened up with and that the power of our emotions we don't realize I had a, a fella come in yesterday and he was speaking to when we found that there was some sort of uh, emotional stressor and and it's around food and he goes I I just realized I've never realized this guy's like in his, you know, late 30s. And he says, I've never realized that some of my best memories with my family was with my food, was with around food. And that's why I have, you know, 
the Oak Marto comfort food wow. as a glitch and why he struggles so much in the food department, always going to the things he shouldn't be doing and causing his body to, to uh, fall apart too quickly. Mine's late at night. Like struggling to eat or like you're like, man, it's late. I need to eat something. Or oh, what? yeah. It's late at night. I don't know where it came from, but that's definitely one of the things that I do as a comfort. I'm like, oh, I need food to go to sleep. And so what do you typically reach for? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So, okay. So watch this. Let's just try to play the game. So anybody that's listening to us out there, if you have an accessible mobile device and you're not driving down the freeway because uh, we don't want you to be you know, texting and driving. Uh, but, you know, give us a thumbs up if you have uh, this comfort food motto going in around where you're reaching to sugary foods late in the day, in the evening, when you get home after a stressful day. And let's talk to that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, for you reaching, because what is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Let's just break it down. So the slice of bread converts oh, into what? Sugar. Sugar. Because bread. And it turns into a quarter of a cup of sugar. Which kind of bread do you buy? I buy Sara Lee honey wheat bread. Okay, at least okay. the wheat. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but so, and the way you want to look at that is you want to look at the label, and if it says enriched wheat flour, you want to find a different wheat bread. You want something that says whole wheat. You know, if it says enriched wheat flour, that's an indicator that you're putting in a synthesized, you know, manufactured bread that's not real. So we can okay. find better breads uh, that ha- that you could potentially use. Not that you want to put that sugar in, but if you're going to put it in, we'd rather it be real. Less, less modified. That's right. I always eat the Mrs. Baird's. Like, growing up, that's what I always had, Mrs. Baird's. Texas-made Texas bread. I just, you know, that's just what it was, and that's what we use now. And, 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 and that's a lot of people will also say, you know, all the marketing companies know that if they can get you consuming their product by nine years old, you're hooked on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't mean that if you're, well, I got to throw in the towel, I'm over nine, and so all my <laughs> lifestyle habits are in place. I mean, to a to, to point, there's some truth to that being the reality, but that doesn't mean if you are on your way to diabetes that you shouldn't change your recipe. Mm-hmm. If you're on your way to heart disease, you don't need to change your recipe. Or if you have check engine lights of anxiety, depression, sleep challenges, then you shouldn't change your recipe. You're following a recipe, guys. And so it, then you look at the peanut butter. What kind of peanut butter do you What brand of peanut of? butter, Kurt? Uh, usually it's like a Jif. I've really fallen in love with... The, <laughs> fallen in love. I've fallen in love oh, with the Walmart butter. brand. Does your girlfriend know that you're falling the, in love with other great things? Value. <laughs> great value. The great value. You fell in love with the price. I, ha- I, have, to have, <laughs> I have the chunky. I have to have the, the crunchy yeah. peanut butter. So if you look at the ingredients on that, you're going to see partially hydrogenated oils and high fructose corn syrup. And so mm. you basically, I love those. You might as well just <laughs> no. put a, an, a, you know, an infused, you know, one of those infusers into your arm and just go ahead and pump sugar straight in. Bam! What kind of jelly though? Uh, then so let's bring in the next piece. What's the kind of jelly do you? Get? Is this the most important okay, part? Here's the best. Here's, oh here's the bad part. He don't eat the jelly. I don't eat the jelly. Just, just the peanut butter. Peanut butter. But you said peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I know because if I if I just said a peanut butter sandwich, people are gonna look at me. Do you know weird. what Elvis Presley's favorite sandwich was? Peanut butter sandwich. No, it's not true. A jelly sandwich. No, he had the blue suede. Chew sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> Peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Ah, so, oh, man. I like those fruit in a you know, shake. Uh, I in mean, that sh- sounds pretty awesome. But, right. so, I, but you know, just you know, throw a little plug in there for Main Squeeze. Guys, if you haven't been to Bay Area Boulevard to check out Jeff and his team over there, uh, amazing crew of folks, Main Squeeze uh, Juice Bar, and uh, they have a, uh, a protein shake that you can elevate. You can take half the banana and they'll put cauliflower in. You won't even taste it. 
so it's less sugar, still ever so wonderfully tasty. And then they'll put uh, peanut butter or almond butter in it for you, and my goodness, it's heaven. But anyway, hey. let's look at that that comfort food. Like, we all reach to that, and the, and the question we need to ask is why? Why do we reach to sugary foods in the evening? And that leads us into our conversation today. That's adrenals. That's a first sign that your adrenal glands are tired, worn out, fatigued, or needing nutrition. Did you have a question? Well, no, it wasn't necessarily, it was just about honey. Someone actually had brought up honey in the sandwich, and I remember being a kid too, instead of jelly, putting honey in there with peanut butter. Right. Is that a better option? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a great better option, but most people don't buy just a clean honey. What, right. are they, what kind of honey do they get? Something that's processed, pasteurized. With the cute little bear. Yeah, with the cute little bear. And mm-hmm. he is cute. We all love him. But at the end of the day, he is a, I don't want to say a rancid bear, but he's a dirty bear. We don't want that guy. <laughs> and so you want to get a local honey from your local farmers and your local markets. And you have uh, and, and the you guys have a, a partner that's over in Bay Area that has like a local market. Then we've got, you know, um, Natural Living right up the street from my office in League City who has local honeys. We sell a local honey. And you want local honeys because the pollens that you can get from that is low enough but allows a delivery system where your body can treat it like a homeopathic does, a frequency medicine. And and frequency medicine, what it has to offer our bodies is that it it allows your body to, ex, to deal with poisons mm-hmm. in our environment without putting an onslaught of poisons in and your body can recognize and say, oh, this is how I'm going to strategize that when it comes at me in the future. What about Nutella? And and when you look at Nutella, let's look at the ingredients. Maybe y'all could pull it up and we'll break it down, but it's going to have high fructose corn syrup in it. It's going to have dairy products in it, so it is definitely not Dr. Chopper approved. And, and it is going to be a synthesized compound, so it's not going to be something of, in my opinion, value uh, it just tastes really good. I mean, and I've actually never even had it, but I just I've, I see the the look on people's face whenever we talk about Nutella, and you can see the same look when when Kurt just said, "I'm falling in love with best value." <laughs> okay. <laughs> so looking wow. at the ingredients, Great it says job. sugar, palm oil, hazelnuts, skim milk, cocoa, soy, something I, word I don't know, uh, as else I don't even know, and then it's just a bunch of words I don't know. Contains tree nuts, hazelnuts, milk, soy. And some, it doesn't some have of this high fructose that. corn syrup? Do you see any, Kurt? I see no. I see sugar, palm oil, hazelnuts, skim milk. I mean, at least they're artificial using colors. Sugar. I mean, artificial yeah, preservatives. But, but there you go. You know, so it's got artificial colors. It's got the No, pump. it says no artificial colors, contains okay. no artificial preservatives, oh, gluten free. Kosher dairy. Kosher dairy. Well, there you go. So, um, but and and so they're trying. I mean, you got to give them some. You know, but it's definitely not Dr. Tropper approved because the the pasteurized. I mean, kosher milk that they're consuming in. It's still pasteurized, homogenized. It still has casein in it, and the the palm oil's questionable. You know, and uh, but at the end of the day, at least they're they're putting forth effort and uh, not dropping high fructose corn syrup on you folks. You know, putting forth effort. This is Christopher from Santa Fe Water Service. He said, "Good morning, guys. I've cut out sweet tea and I've increased my water intake by a lot." You know, it's it's little decisions like that that kind of add into the long run, right? You know, Nutella is making an effort. You know, you got to make an effort. You got to make an effort. And and guys, it's one degree of change. If you have absolutely the most processed diet in the world, you're not going to want my diet. But if we led you down a path that is, if you will, 
how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Mm-hmm. If we could make it digestible, if we can make it one degree of change. Why are we eating elephants? I mean, I mean, it just sounds good. You got to eat the frog. Uh, you got to eat the frog. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that? Um, it's better than maybe frogs. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on if Louisiana. How it's cooked. Yeah. How it's cooked. You, you know, cook frogs. Um, but <laughs> at the at the end of the day, that effort. So I want to say, when you're drinking extra water instead of the sugar. What you're doing is you're allowing your body to become hydrated. I had a patient, and I love this, guys. I had a patient yesterday call me on. She goes. She looked at me and goes, Dr. Chapa, I'm shocked. And I said, what's going on? She goes, you're dehydrated. And I mm-hmm. said, no, I'm not dehydrated. And she goes, no, you're dehydrated. And she could tell in my affect. She could tell that what she's used to seeing in me wasn't there. And, and I got to I said, well, hang on, let me think this out. And I looked at my water can and I go, it's four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm way behind schedule. And so if we make a point to drink adequate amounts of water every day, and I use the terminology 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight is your ideal goal. If you're at rest, that means if you're not exercising, if you you exercise, you have to do more. But if you're um, not exercising, 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight will put you in the realm of balanced water intake. And that allows your body to be more electrically active. And so the cells in our body are like grapes. Who wants to eat pruny, yucky grapes? Not me. Nobody. Mm-mm. But who wants fresh, plump grapes that pop whenever you put them in your mouth? Right. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're looking for. You want your cells to be plump and refreshed and electrically charged to get a message from point A to point B. When your brain says, move arm or move into this direction or think this way, you want every cell to be in unison because shared goals build unity, right? We want the body to have the vision of feeling good, living good, being good all the days of its life. And that can come through you just drinking more water. That could come through starting your day, not on sugar, but on protein and fats. That could be you not ending your day on sugar and recognizing that that's a check engine light and a pattern for your body trying to reach for sugar for energy. And instead, what if we fed your body proteins and fats and you had a, we, we gave you a little window in the afternoon where you could lift yourself with some a carb of sorts and we, we rearrange the way you eat throughout the day. And this would control the ups and downs roller coaster that people on. I call that the ups and downs diet. That's where your blood sugar shoots up really high and you're feeling all spunky mm-hmm. and excited about life. And then you crash and burn, you know, in the evening or uh, in the mid morning or the mid afternoon. And you're like, how am I going to get through the rest of my day? Coffee. You know, and then they reach the rocket fuel. Yeah. And, and then all we're doing is we're like whipping a horse here. And the horse doesn't like it no more than you want to be whipped. But that's what you're doing every time you put in. The energy drinks and the coffees and the sugar and the and the processed you know comfort foods and mm-hmm. if we could get people to start reaching to logs on the fire so to speak fats and proteins for a healthy balanced sugar source uh, uh, energy source they wouldn't have the, the the desire to reach for sugar so I'm on an anti yeast diet right now where I'm eating no sugar and you know the first four or five days you can feel your cheeks like pulsating, wanting, craving, yearning for something else. Like, I'm just not satisfied. I'm just not satisfied. And 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 you have to get through that window of time. And that's where, like, remember we brought in the herbs, gymnema, and then I, I ruined y'all's, uh, you know, y'all's Olympia grill. Uh, yeah, that was a nice. Yeah. Remember so that. The, so the, 
that gymnema has the ability to curb appetite. It has the ability to work with the beta receptors in the pancreas and allow that pancreas to balance blood sugar and you won't crave stuff. Well, when you don't put in the sugar, when you don't put in the rocket fuel, your adrenals are saying thank you. And what are your adrenal glands? Those are your stress handling organ or gland systems that live just above your kidneys. They're like a little walnut sized gland, but they're the first gland developed and they're involved in epinephrine, norepinephrine, adrenaline. So those are your fight or flight responses. They're involved in mineral balance, blood sugar balance. They're involved in all sorts of faculties that your body does day in and day out. If you get dizzy going, you know, lying to standing or you like squat down and stand up real quick and you kind of get whoop loopy a little bit, that's an adrenal issue. And so your body is constantly communicating your, a message, but we are so disconnected that we don't recognize that the body is crying out for help. Right now it's 905. This is KHEARadio.com. 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11 a.m. We're talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa from Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center located in Leak City, Texas, right off of 518, kind of near Highway 3. If you haven't had the opportunity to reach out to him, you can go to justlivewell.com, fill out some of the questionnaires. That's right. Get a head start, give his office a call, and you can learn a lot. So if you have a question, feel free to ask. If you're watching on Facebook, or you can text one in if you're listening on 99.5 FM, that's 346-704-1806. I see a question that was just asked, and it's about tea. Um, So this is from Leslie. She said, what types of tea do you recommend for stress relief? Is that something you can do, like kind of help calm yourself down oh yes yeah. by so, tea yeah teas are herbs <clears throat> and so we use herbs all the time to calm the nerve system so like when i'm out of town if i went out of town and i wasn't prepared to go out of town or if i forgot some of my essentials that i take like adaptogen mintran neviton those are my kind of calming agents that i never leave home without um i would reach to teas so you know if we we're say had to go to the grocery store celestial seasonings yogi these are some decent, you know, herbal teas that you can grab hold of, and they have sleepy time tea. They've got relax tea. They've got chamomile tea, and the, the these some of these different teas that don't have the caffeine push are very calming in nature. So if you and you might say, well, I hate hot tea. Well, that's great. Put a tea bag in a forty ounce glass of uh, water, mm-hmm. and and just keep that marinating and percolating into that fluid. And then you're going to find that your body is more calm, cool, and collected because you're sipping on 40 ounces of herbal tea throughout the day. And it changes those pe- folks out there that are like, ah, I hate water. Well, come by to our office, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, get some Ultima, you know, and that's electrolytes and minerals. But let's say that you're out and about, put a tea bag in your water and it will change the water. It infuses those herbs in there and you're going to get the therapeutic benefit as well as the, um, the, the the calming effect and a taste change in your water where you can actually drink more water and that's going to be a a useful you know piece of advice if you're trying to increase your water intake because that is one degree of change that's one simple step you can make you know and 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 if your body you find it always wound up tight like you're always on the verge of being short fused or a little bit on that you've got that slow percolating anxiety like at any moment you could just shift right into an anxiety attack or a panic attack. Those are indicator lights that your adrenal glands aren't handling your stress well, and they're not handling your day-to-day environment well. And that could be from a structural imbalance. That could be from a biochemical imbalance, an emotional imbalance. That could be from 
poor quality food choices that you're putting in your body. And if we can get you to start recognizing. So we have you fill out a food log and we show you, hey, we found, you know, yesterday I was talking to a patient and she had belly pain. And it was two days after she had uh, beans and cheese queso and something at a Mexican food restaurant. Keep, she had it two days in a row. Keep going. And <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> and, 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 and she had, you know, tummy pains. And she goes, I never realized it before. So I've been you know, doing the Dr. Chapa no dairy experiment. And I'm, I hate, she called it a theory. And I go, I know, one day it'll come factual for you. Because she's starting to see that, oh, man, like, the more I stay away from some of this stuff and I put it back in, the more my body is showing me that the symptoms come, I find myself more anxious. I find myself more short-fused. And when you have an irritated gut lining, you're going to be more short-fused and more anxious, and you're going to be more prone to having anxieties. You're going to be more prone to even having more the extreme of it, which is what? Panic. And if you have those things, we have tools in our office that minerals that can calm the body down. Mentrans, a fantastic calcium magnesium balanced product that will allow you inside of 15 minutes to chill. It's like, it truly is a chill pill. And and it's a really uh, relevant use in today's society, especially with all the ADD kids running around because their brain is just processing information so quickly because we're watching, you know, too many you know video games and and we're not getting active and burning off that excess energy so their mind is racing and they're processing information so quick that we have to dial the the the, the dial back so to speak have you ever gotten to bed and you realize i should be tired it's the end of a day but i'm wired up well we don't realize that there are a lot of minerals a lot of vitamins a lot of essential fatty acids that go into play the, the dials down so that your body will go into a sleep cycle. It's not as simple as just lay down and go to sleep. It should be, mm-hmm. but if you find yourself staring at the ceiling, wondering why you're awake, if you find yourself you know, kicking the covers off midnight and staring at the ceiling, wondering why you're awake, if you find yourself more tired in the morning than when you went to bed, your adrenal glands aren't doing their job and those adrenal glands are your key to getting healthy. How do you get those back in, in order? And so first and foremost, we start taking lifestyle approaches in conjunction with supplemental intervention, B vitamins, for example. The adrenal glands number one vitamin is vitamin C, which you know you don't manufacture in the body. This you get it from ex- external sources and we get it from where guys? Citrus, right? Citrus. Uh, and, yeah, very good. I knew you knew that, Kurt. And and so uh and so vitamin C is a very powerful adrenal modulator. and But we don't want to be consuming vitamin C at 500 milligrams and above. That has the exact opposite effect on your adrenal glands because it robs your body of, I'm going to use big words, tyrosinase, an enzyme, cofactors, mm-hmm. bioflavonoids, vitamins P, K, and J, and it robs the potency of your adrenal glands ability to perform. And so we have to, we come in there with food-based nutrients and different herbs, my favorite being ashwagandha and shisandra to help rebuild the functionality of your adrenal glands. And so we have a product called Adaptocrine that'll do that. And and, and Adaptocrine is by far one of my go-to nutrients when I'm restoring somebody's adrenals. And then I get them to start playing games. So we have a, a 17 uh, Sleep Secrets page that maybe I get Ashley to pull up and post for you guys. But Sleep Secrets on how to fall asleep 
more effectively and what you should be doing. Things like don't go, uh, you know, turn your electronics off at nine o'clock, like all electronics, TVs, cell phones, computers, like, and read a book, you know, and, and turn the lights down in the house. Turn the the, the the temperature down in the house. Put the coals underneath the bed. That's right. Know. The coal. Cause that's that's important. <laughs> maybe maybe a few weeks ago. Maybe a few weeks ago. Um, but I have these ideas to help your body go into a natural sleep cycle. And then if you start getting eight hours of sleep a night, that's that's really the kind of the gold standard. You know, we want four to five sleep cycles a night at an hour and a half interval. So that's about six to seven and a half hours. But eight hours is really that place where people's body does some well checks and if you have the luxury once a week twice a week to catch up on sleep i mean that idea is important because your body rests and recovers in those deep REM sleep cycles hey ashley said that my 21 day detox helps helped her so much with her adrenal issue so you're welcome you know i'm I'm glad that i could help you out no you know, 21 day? Yeah, I my mean, 21 day detox and cleanse. I mean, see, you see, guys, this is how powerful doing a <laughs> detox is. When you do a detox, you affect other people. There yeah. you go. <laughs> hey, Kurt, you have some issues going on that you want to talk about. And yesterday. Yeah, we talked about check engine lights, right? Earlier. Oh, there's a check oh, okay. engine light going on. But yesterday, can you share what you had to do to avoid. Well, we're on TV, right? Like, we're, we're in HD now. We're going to be going on channel 46.2 here shortly. I can't be sitting on camera with a big old Rudolph reindeer nose. So I looked this up. Check engine light. Check engine light, right? Check engine nose. But I nose. told you about this before. Let me turn this it This happens every two months. Let me do it this. It literally comes back up. What are you going to do? I'm just going to shine some light on this bad boy. Okay. So yesterday I had to put concealer <laughs> on to cover the red nose. Take your head off. And talk. <laughs> I yeah, had to take it. off. I had to put concealer on my nose because it was so red. Um, but so I did some research. This is what it is. Research. Kurt's research. I'm excited. Dr. Web Google. MD. Dr. Web Google's MD. in the house. Wait a second. Oh, WebMD. You're not better. Nasal vestibulitis or something like that. I'd have to read it. So it like. Because I'm pretty sure you didn't it's a say your Latin right. red dot that shows up, but it's not a pimple. It's not like anything that's being released, but it, they said it's from allergies or like you pick your nose and it causes a. Like something to be affected dude, in stop your nose. Picking your nose. I don't pick uh, my nose. I but mean, you dude, blow at least your nose. At least pick a winner, Bobby. I'm, I know. I, I hang out so with you a lot. Can you take a look at this really fast? If I sat over there, you would you be pick, able? You want me to pick your nose? I don't come, want you to pick my Kurt, nose, but I want yeah, you to come look on over. and see. Let's take a look. Let's Kurt, take a have look. a seat, boys. Let's see. So this is KHEA Radio, ninety-nine point five FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till eleven o'clock. Kurt's dealing with his pimple his nose. You know, it's not a pimple because there's no like. I think it might be a wart. Okay. Hang on, I'm gonna look at it. You oh talk. yeah, no, I got this. So if you're if you're not watching on Facebook, you're missing out. Kurt has some serious check engine light stuff going on. Um, Doctor Shop is gonna shine a flashlight on this bad boy, but it's it's looking oh, at me yeah, hard dude. right now. If you look just in the 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 right nostril, and if you look at where the redness is, there's a ton of mucus up inside this nostril. He's producing excrement. Is that why he goes like this in the mic, like That's every right. five he's, seconds? He's sniffing. And You're so, and uh, he's pulling the the snot rockets up into his uh, launch right. pad, and he's gonna blow it out after. Right the show. into that here's, little spot. Here's the funny part, though. We did some looking up my nose the other day, and uh, the right nostril is actually like more closed than the left nostril. Yeah. So take and occlude the left nostril, and breathe. You see how that 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 sound? That's called the sniff test. And then do the same on the other side. And it sounds pretty clear. 
And so ish, it, ish right? And there could <clears throat> be, you know, deviations up top. But here's what's going on. There is sign. I can even see there's inflammation in the sinuses, right under the eyes, on the outsides of the the nostril, uh, the nose. And this is what I'll tell you: it is that it's infection, and it's and it doesn't have anywhere to go. So I know it's not at a pimple, it's none of that stuff. But what it is, it's your body expressing toxicity. Don't pick it. Uh, it, it, it expressing it toxicity. To then why touch it? Out of the skin. And out of the nostril itself, those are exit channels. Would you agree? Your pores are an exit channel. Right. Your nostrils. So why an exit does this channel. happen every like two months? Because it's a reoccurring infection that your body can't deal with on its own, and we've got to do more what we call upper high lymph treatment to get the lymphatics to drain more effectively. And we use things like Spanish black radish, a very powerful tool. We use things like oregano, very powerful tool. Garlic, very powerful tool. And spaghetti as well. Uh, These yeah. <laughs> go yeah. for both. I, I, mean, together. But, I mean, think about it. The spices we have in our, we should be using these types of ingredients. And when we don't, we don't have, it, we, food is medicine, isn't it not? It is, yes. I mean, and so, and that's why the spices can be so powerful. But we need them in, in this case, a concentrated form so we could start playing, you know, uh, the game of therapeutics with him and get food to truly help him. And then we take him off of things like milk, dairy, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, creamy dressings as he's picking his nose and turning his head. No, I can't Queso. do that. And, um, and what happens is now this all the lint will start draining like they're supposed to, and his body won't push it out of the ears, eyes, nose, throat. Ouch. That's where the whole industry of ENTs came in is because so they're... So it's like this, there's nothing I can do, right? Like, I just not, have to wait? No, no. You could you could start chewing up Thymex right now on the right side, and Thymex is mm. a T-cell upregulator. It will support the thymus gland, and the thymus gland will turn on and upregulate the immune system and start cleaning out this area. You start consuming uh, Spanish radish, Spanish black radish, and it will drain the lymphatic so that this stuff starts going out, and you might start seeing improvement inside of 30 minutes where you go, wow, like that stuff really tasted bad, but like I can tell my nose is drier and I feel like I'm clearer, so to speak, whenever I breathe in and out of my nose. Do you snore at night? I, I don't think I snore. Right? Did your your ex-wife tell you that you snored at night? Did she I don't have remember. A, did yeah. your ex-wife snore at night? Maybe y'all both snored in, in, <laughs> in or something, so it's all good. But in this case, I would say this it, what what I would do too top and then topically because you're in pain you have some sensational issues there I'd put peppermint oil on it I'd put lavender on it I'd put uh, you know some of the the eucalyptus on it and make a little you know essential oil cocktail I use this stuff in my office called USF it's called ultra saturated fatty acids and when you have the ultra saturated fatty acids with some of these oils it'll drain it'll come right into that tissue and soothe the heat because the redness is inflammation and inflammation is a check engine light that we've got to get calmed down. You so. know what? I think it may be time for another detox. It may be another time, you know, time for a cleanse for Kurt. I mean, I'm all for it if he was up for it. Let's see, let's look at this. Open wide. Maybe we Kurt? can talk about that because with Sarah, with prepping sisters, maybe making life easy. Stick your tongue out. And we would be able to figure that and out. And I also see he's got quite a bit of yeast on that tongue and some digestive. It's like green. Uh, and it was like yellow. It was like yeah. a fur and. Put it I mean, back in your mouth. is there a cat in your mouth? <laughs> you do have a cat, but are you allergic to cats? Yes. And you, but you have a cat. Yes. Did he pick you? 
I picked him. Oh, okay. Her. Well, her, okay. So, Yesterday, she was scratching at the mirror. It was really cute. I posted it on my Facebook page. She was. Uh, she walked up to the mirror and was going like this. It was cute. Anyways, so at, besides uh, the point. The long and short of it is, is we know Allerplex could be a use, but we've got to go a little deeper. So that's just one avenue we could take when we're looking at immune burdens. As we look at bacterial patterns of, an, of, of challenge that the body deals with. And look, infection is the number one driver of all persons aging too quickly. You have a wow. subacute, subclinical infection. If you go to the medical doctor and they say your blood works fine, you know, Susie Q, and and then and but yet you know beyond a shadow of a doubt you've got you know some sort of thyroid symptom pattern. You can look it up and it is like you got the hair loss, you've got the weight gain, you've got the loss of eyebrow hair, you you got the you know that feeling of fatigue and, and tiredness. But the blood work says you're normal. Guess what? You're normal. You're not. Oh, wait. You're not. Path, oh. You're not pathological. You're what I would call functionally ill. So in the functional medicine world, where we come in is we're listening and looking at those blood panels and, and listening to your symptom patterns and your history, and we can figure out where your body is breaking down, and help you understand what you can start doing immediately, right then and there, diet-wise. And what we would start looking at is evaluating a food log. If you can name a thing, you can control a thing. Jeez. What did you eat last night? You, I'll tell oh, you right now. Oh, you I ate did. a hot dog with the weenie in it. You ate like a, a weenie with the tortilla like taco. I did a taco. Okay, is dog. it legal to put tortillas and wiener dogs together? You know, sometimes it, it's it like good. that. Sometimes it just has to be like that, you know? Uh, I called it my, uh, <laughs> I still have a week until my next paycheck taco diet. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Dude, we had tacos yeah. yesterday as well, uh, but I had a taco salad, and we just crock-potted some turkey. You should have come over. I should have. But you said that you were stressed out. I have a lot of work. He stresses me out, too. And I bet you, so I looked in the mouth, and there's yeast in the mouth. <laughs> I saw there's, it. There's, 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 there's this boogers. is the worst time. This this is is a, there's boogers okay, so in I his woke nose. Up, I woke up at 7.58 this morning. Like, I... Did it set an alarm last Yeah, you're night. wearing a hat. Oh my I know. Tell. So I and I have to be here Did by you eight brush o'clock. Your teeth? No. Oh my This is like gosh. the worst time for you to be. That's Dr. why I like Chopper. barely opened my mouth. I didn't I want to like blow you I, away I, I, without I'm my shocked. Uh, my toothbrush and mouthwashed mouth that I forgot. You know, didn't have time to do so I could get here by eight o'clock. You, I mean, you were here by like you're late every day. It was Kurt. still eight. <laughs> you're late every day. <laughs> no, it was not. Kurt is late every day. Is there something, <laughs> some kind of supplement we can give him to get him to work on time? Like maybe if he started yeah, going to sleep better, build his adrenal glands. But let, let's answer Christy Hall. Christy, I'm so glad you tuned in. You're an amazing vessel. Uh, I know you love the Lord. She's also, the, I believe, the founder of Crunchy Mamas, and uh, she's just an amazing human being. And so, Christy, God bless you. Um, and she says, is it true that to heal the adrenals, a person has to work on their kidneys first? Absolutely not. Could you work on your adrenals, um, your kidneys first? You could, but absolutely not. You can go directly in. When I was a student in, in my doctorate program, and I'd go to a seminar, Doctors would walk up to us uh, students and go, oh, you're a student? And they would you know, show us how to test the adrenals out. There's all kinds of functional tests you can do. And they would test our adrenals and be like, oh, you need this. Oh, you need this. And it's always adrenal support. And they'd say, you, just, you, you have a, you know, adrenal issues because you're a student. Well, I would say that same conversation is if you're a mom, <laughs> you have adrenal issues. If you're a dad, you got adrenal issues. If you live in the 21st century, <laughs> guess what? If you're alive, yeah. you got adrenal issues. Wow. 80% higher stress 
now than ever. I think actually I'm lying. It's, uh, the the stat was 30 percent. But I mean, I'm telling you, the way people come into my office and every conversation, I can ask the simple question on a zero to ten scale, how high is your stress? And everybody says it's a seven, eight, nine, or ten. You know what Kurt told me yesterday, and this has a little bit to do with stress. But he was like, "Man, can you imagine being north?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He said. Being like Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's kid, you don't have to worry about anything. And I guess sometimes we get so stressed, so stressed out. He's just like thinking about like, man. But like even those people are just, stressed about situations. And, and that's the thing is they have different stress. Yes. Everybody, whether you have nothing to lose or you have lots to lose or you got reputations to defend or whatever, uh, I mean, th- there's stress. Yes. And we can't get a- away from it. We are because of technology. Be- because of um, it's like an earthquake gremlin going on back a little bit. Um, so there is a you know this stress is all around us, and so we have to recognize that we have to play by a different set of rules than we pl- had to play whenever life was a little bit slower and we weren't so connected. I remember when I was in my doctorate program, I took uh, a week and went up to North Carolina and spent you know a week in Asheville, North Carolina, with a friend of mine, and and it was he told me he goes. North Carolina, where he was, was seven years behind where Houston is. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, seven, like he goes, literally, it's seven years behind. I mean, life was just slower. People just didn't freak out about stuff. Now, it might be different now that technology and, you know, Wi-Fi is as potent in that community as it is anywhere else in the world these days. But that's the, the, the cost of technology. Technology is a blessing. And it's a cost. And the cost is, is we look at these things, you know, day in and day out. These are our electronic leashes. We can't walk around without having them in our hands or we feel naked. We know we can't not check our emails every 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going to check mine now. So, there, and, and, and the reality is, is if we would <laughs> stop checking your your email first thing in the morning, that's the worst thing you could do. Or, or Kurt, no offense, maybe you should, all of us should take note and don't check your email after 9 o'clock. I mean, at the end of the day... Assuming it's not an emergency, and if it's an emergency, hopefully they got a better means of communication than an email. It can wait. You know what I mean? And and uh, ex- and I do take emails late in the night, and I was actually responding to some past my you know my hour of, of sleep, and I was a little wound up. But I I did a little bit of a late night workout last night because I was feeling spunky, and uh, my blood flow was just up, and so it just took me a little bit longer to wind down. And um, and so, but that those are all again a cost. I stressed out my adrenals um, later in the day and my adrenaline was a little bit higher and it took me a little bit longer to wind down now I should have and could have taken some minerals but I was in a happy good mood and I knew I didn't have to be up at five you know what I mean yeah right now it's 927 this is KHEA radio.com 99.5 FM share this video out if you have any questions feel free to let us know if you have any suggestions maybe something you do to help relieve stress maybe something you do to help manage Every day, every week, manage, uh, even this year, something new that you've tried. I see Steve said, walking three miles a day helps me greatly. Jewel said, I have six kids. My stress is at a 10. Is there anything that you have found that helps you out? So I would say no uh, doubt about it. You ought to be calling my office, 281-554-8600, and ask them to send you my little stress protocol. It's an adaptocrine from a company called Apex Energetics. It's Neviton from a company called MediHerb, and Mentran from a company called Standard Process. And uh, we can get those out to you. And I'm telling you, you will notice a difference. And the reality is you have six kids. I mean, and I, and I don't know how old they are, but let's just say that they're all under 13. 
they're a handful. And as much as I love my four, um, you know, they they have they want us to be on point, on demand, always. And and sometimes it's hard to get those breaks throughout the day. And as a mother, uh, I'm not a mother, but as a mother, you, <laughs> um, I find that most mothers don't take care of themselves. Y'all put yourselves on the back burner, and you run yourselves into the ground. And that's step one. Put your oxygen mask on first. Give yourself permission to be a patient and be good to yourself. We are so hard on ourselves as, as parents, especially, you know, the moms out there. Uh, you know, you guys are, are, are I don't want to say perfectionists, but you'll have this unrealistic expectation of, of perfection. And, and that is a stress in and of itself. And, and I'm just speaking to what I see in clinic. So I'm not like, you know, dogmatically saying every woman is this way. But there is a, you know, a, a stereotypical demand that, the, you know, the woman's got to have all these ducks in a row. And I think there's, the, there's a social stress, expectation stress that is creating unrealistic, unnecessary stress that you're carrying day in and day out. And if you don't ever give your body a release, so the, the gentleman that's walking three miles a day, hey, that's fantastic. You know, let's see if we can get um, our, our spouses, our wives to, you know, or girlfriends or whatever to go on a, you know, a mile walk or two mile walk and, and de-stress because we are all faced with some kind of stress. And when it is above a seven, you're in what we call reactionary mode. And when that stress is not relieved, that's whenever you deplete your body to a point of anxiety. You deplete your body to a point of depression. You deplete your body to a point of panic. And so if you look at even the sex hormones in our bodies, progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, every, and, and the female is, feel this more than the males because their cycles fluctuate more dramatically month to month. And <clears throat> the, if you're too high on your stress ride, you're anxious. If you're too low, you're depressed. If you're up and down, you're like a roller coaster. Don't know how you're going to feel each hour, each day, each moment. But who holds you in the balance? And it's your adrenal glands. The adrenal glands hold the body in a balanced state, minerally, uh, blood sugar-wise, adrenaline, norepi, uh, you know, fight or flight-wise, resting and digesting-wise, being able to fall asleep. And the adrenal glands are a key ingredient. So I have probably 25 products in my office that can support the adrenals in some capacity because there's no one product for every. So I, sometimes I throw out little protocols and it sounds like that's just a cookie cutter and it's not. But when you find something that works 95% of the time, you use it over and over again. And it's, I'd rather have something that I can go to and say, Hey, at least do this. You know, if you got six kids and you can't, you know, get over to the office regularly, which I really encourage you, come in, let us check you, test you. Let's have that moment where we can at least strategize a plan to make the next three months better than the last three months. Because at any point in any given part of your day, any part of your week, any part of your month, any part of your year, you're choosing whether or not you want to be healthy through the lifestyle choices you're making. Whether you, you feel like they're real, you know, choices, forced choices or involuntary uh, because you're just going through patterns of I'm doing what I know how to do, not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I want to get people to start doing what they want to do, which is to get them to put their oxygen mask on first, heal thyself. That's what the doctors say is doctor first, heal thyself. Therefore, you can be a vessel of light to those in need. And that's where I'm at because I want to be a vessel to everybody that needs us. It's 930 
92.2. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Okay, now it's 9.32. You're listening to 99.5 FM, KHEA Radio, KHEA Radio. Dot com. We are streaming live right now on our Facebook page. A lot of people are tuning in because we are announcing the winners of the crawfish that we dropped a week ago from Fob on Me, Bistro, and Grill. And we're going to be making that announcement later in the show. Dr. Chopper, you've talked about crawfish before. Um, and you had a, a, a phrase of how you should eat crawfish and when you should eat crawfish. When was What was that about? So... Uh I don't actually quite remember the phraseology that I may have used. Uh, <laughs> you but, said something about like the, the, if it ends in a Y or something like that. If the month ends in Y. Oh, then oh you... no, that's oysters. Oysters. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, oh, and okay. So, uh, and I thought so, it was crawfish. Yeah, that's oysters. So yeah, if you you if you if the month ends in a Y, those are the months that you want to eat crawfish. Kurt, this is about four minutes of my life that I can't get back. You know, <laughs> it's been but, one. It's hey, been one. It's nine thirty three. If you're if you're from you know the, the swamp country, uh, you're gonna eat crawfish every point of any given point of the day, month. It doesn't matter when you find. Do them. you um, eat crawfish? I personally don't eat crawfish much. I do like crawfish, but not as much as most people. And it might very well be that we oftentimes use spices that have MSG and partially hydrogenated oil. So it gives me, it makes my my body swell and it gives me a little bit of a headache. And I don't, I don't love it. But it's the spices more than it is the crawfish. But crawfish um, typically are your bottom feeders, right? I mean, right. They're, they're your the roaches of the sea. What do they eat? And um, they just eat all Algae the- Algae and- I mean, they eat whatever, they're, they're scavengers. They eat whatever nobody else wants. Kind of like us. Yeah. And uh, no, well, not like we should. <laughs> oh, maybe not like, like we should. Maybe be. like Kurt and Gardy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But y'all do get lucky. I mean, y'all y'all eat some really pretty fine dining um, You know, when y'all go surfing around town and, you know, getting free food. I, th- I think that y'all's, I, I really, I, I'm figuring you guys out. That's how you keep, you know, Kurt fed, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can tell, we can tell the next paycheck. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Diet. <laughs> yeah, when you get the tortilla with the weenie inside. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a crawfish giveaway. It is that time of year. It's that time of the season where the crawfish are starting to get big. They're starting to get plump. They're starting to eat right, and we got to take care of them. You know, if we don't eat them, who will? If not now, when? If you don't win this, if you don't win this giveaway, you still have the opportunity to go check them out. It's Fub on Me Bistro and Grill. They're located right in that H E B shopping strip over there, where that 646 overpass used to be on the west side of I 45. Let us know if you've been. We've seen a lot of feedback. People have been saying, "Yes, I've gone. Yes, I've gone back." It is nice because it's a little bit different than, you know, Cajun traditional spicy, but it's like a Vietnamese style seasoning. Um, you know, talking to them, they don't use MSG in any of their any of their their products and it's all it's all good and it tastes delicious so we're going to be announcing the those winners here in a bit i think closer to 10 o'clock but if you have any questions or you've been let us know we're talking about health we're talking about being well with dr aaron choppa yeah i was just going to say if you guys are are tuning into the facebook page and want to listen um and you're listening to for your name go ahead and just drop your name in the comments so that we know that you're here we love seeing the names show up and then looking at the winners that we already have selected and making and seeing if that happens or not. Like if your name is if you're watching and your name is called, that's really kind of cool for us. So drop your name if uh, if you're watching and wanting to win the crawfish. OK, I drop my name. My name is Gardy and don't autocorrect to Grady. 
So <laughs> yeah, I'm watching, and I'm hoping I win. Do this crawfish correct to gar- uh, Grady? Grady, yeah, yeah, that happens. You know, it's always interesting. You know that our phones think it's smarter than we are. It's, well, sometimes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you're thankful, and a lot of times you're like, "Oh, the autocorrect." Yeah. And uh, but anyway, well, I just say, it is amazing to me um, how excited people get about food. I mean, I mean, twenty-eight thousand views in a week. I mean, it's it's it, and and food's powerful medicine, guys. And so, could you imagine if people got that excited about broccoli? I, crickets. I Did you hear that? I guarantee, there was crickets. I guarantee Yo. if we dropped a video <laughs> giving away free broccoli, that video would get like two views. Two views. <laughs> yeah. get some views. Are you going to give us some broccoli to give away? <laughs> I don't know. We ought to do an experiment. I believe I believe all of our Facebook fans would, would chime in and promote something of a what is your favorite vegetable? As you're putting your name in for this um, giveaway on the crawfish, also list your favorite vegetable. <laughs> I want to see. What is it that people like? Do you know that the average American right now only consumes one to three vegetables per week? One to three? And, well, okay. And, and a lot of them still think corn is a vegetable. I had cilantro and— uh, And it's and- not— <laughs> cilantro is not a vegetable? No, cilantro is an herb. Okay, well, I also had some tomato, onions, and I had, um, you know, some pico de gallo on my taco last night. So, does that count? It's vegetables, right? I mean, technically. Pico de gallo. And, and hey, Logan says she loves broccoli. Asparagus. We got a couple of broccolis. Totally dig that. Brussels sprouts are good. I do enjoy Brussels sprouts. Oh, asparagus. Great for your kidneys. Green beans. Brussels are fantastic metabolic foods. Thanks, Tiff. I, I'm See, I'm so proud of my wife right now. I want to just uh, give her a little shout out. She's doing... The main squeeze six day detox juice feast, and uh, she is, you know, she came to the point where, I mean, she really she has day one she was like I'm really hungry like I'm struggling and I just just drink another juice. Well, they said only five. It's okay. We'll go buy you another juice. Drink yeah. another one. And that's what you have to know how to play the game, right? And listening to the body. And I've done this so many times myself. I kind of get it. And but day two she did really well. And 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 so now she's at the place where she's I don't want to say bored she's just bored with like the food like when food has no emotional impact on you that's when you know that you own the food not the food owning you should we do another 21 day detox dude I've got people right now doing 21 day detoxes (laughs) because spring break just happened and everybody fell off the wagon yeah and so when everybody falls off the wagon guess what we do get back on the wagon we get back on the wagon and and people go oh you know and, and some people you know feel that i i'm i'm a big supplement guy Right. Right. And and the reason I'm a big supplement guy is because I have mentors that have been doing this 35 and 40 years and they have fruit on the tree, so to speak. They are in their 60s, mid 60s, and they look like they're 48. One of the guys was just watching Glenn Keuchel. This guy is awesome. I mean, he just is the epitome of like good aging. Like he's doing the good work to take care of his body and to take care of his lifestyle. And he implements that into his family life. And his wife's a great herbalist and nutritionist. And they're just brilliant family that have adopted these practices and principles. And they're re, you know, capturing good health to generations, their own and in the for their future generation, their son. And and so this is the game that we all get to play and and when these guys when i watch these guys live they they drink good water they eat good food they take good supplements and and i and what i've found is i want to live long and fully functional in spirit mind and body all the days of my life and if this is what it takes 
I'm willing to do what it takes. And some people go, oh, I just don't want to do that. I can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, but how's it working for you not doing it? You know, because you might find you're, you've got a condition. You might find that you're on two or three medications. You might find that you're 10 pounds heavier than you want to be. You might be experiencing thyroid issues or headaches. Or you might be one of these people we've been talking about all morning that are dealing with palpitations and anxieties. Or you're struggling with sleep. And, and if we can get in there and stir you up and wake you back up and, re- and help you realize that you're in control. If the dude don't move, the dude don't groove. If we get you <laughs> grooving again you're going to be living your best life and people are going to be it's going to be contagious people are going to see that million dollar asset your smile they're going to see the energy that you're putting forth on the job and you're going to feel alive and vibrant all your days and that's what the game's about I, I saw a couple of comments on here about like you're again people are dropping their favorite uh, vegetables. Which is awesome. I love it. I love they, it. They dropped more vegetables than they dropped their name about the crawfish. Go. Anyways, hey, I just want to say like 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 like. I'm so fired up. Y'all have made my day. Share Sweet. this video out if you're uh, really excited. If you really like vegetables, <laughs> share this video. <laughs> I was gonna say one of the 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 vegetables that I fell in love with last week. I actually we had a bunch of spinach, and I put some. Uh, carry gold butter in the pan, put the spinach in there, sprinkle some Cajun spices on top of it, and I fell in love with spinach. I don't think I've ever tasted spinach that was so good, and that was it was a good, good combination. It became my, one, probably one of my favorite vegetables to have now is spinach with carry gold butter and Cajun spices. I mean, and how easy is that? And you just throw it in a pan, or do you eat it raw? How saute you that bad boy. I saute that bad boy. It. Yeah, and yeah, it takes yeah. what like five minutes. It was awesome. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was a bunch of spinach, and it turned out to be like nothing afterwards. I know, I know but it's powerful yeah. nutrients in that little bit of few bites that you just gobbled up. I saw that this question's now been asked like twice, so I just want to make sure that it gets answered. Leslie asked, does insurance cover the services you provide as preventative care? Oh, I wish it did. If you, Some people can get their insurance to cover stuff. We don't take insurance because insurance really doesn't su- support um preventative medicine. Now, they don't realize that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If we could get people to, uh, to if we could rechange one thing and we could get people to start uh, the insurance companies to, to support what it is that we're doing uh, in the preventative realm, guess what's going to happen? People's, I mean, we're going to have less sick days. We're going to have more energy days. More, And I think that's going to drive production and that's going to drive a healthier, more vibrant community. And we're going to be more excited about life and we're going to be good to each other. We're going to smile at each other. We're going to wave instead of wave the bird, you know? I mean, <laughs> driving I road mean, rage. You know, yeah, the road gone. rage is going to go down. I'm telling you, it's amazing what food can do. No, I got something that just blew on, my mind and I got to talk about it. It's I'm about on. vegetables. And I'm this excited. is from Scott. He said, I boil broccoli and Brussels sprouts with my crawfish. I have not had the opportunity to try that, but that sounds like it would be really good. Scott, well, I want to be invited to your crawfish. <laughs> you want to go to the boil. Like Scott was so I need to excited hang out. I want to go to the boil. Scott was so excited about the crawfish that he called us out. You know, on the video, we usually say when we're going to post, like, announce the winners. Yeah. And we didn't. And Scott, like, called us out on that. He goes, um, guys didn't tell us when you're going to announce <laughs> the winners. And so, Whoopsie. Yeah, sorry, Whoopsie. Scott. I do like hey. mushrooms in there, and that's the only vegetable I've had. Like mushrooms, mushrooms in the crawfish. Mushrooms are so good. They Ooh. have an immune effect, oh. deep-rooted immune effect. And it, and they can taste a little funny at first, but you realize if they are done well, you can mix those in to many different uh, cocktails and dishes, and you won't realize that you're eating mushrooms, but mushrooms have a very pungent, powerful effect on our immune system. And so it should be a, va- a valued 
tool to bring in, especially in this moldy environment we've uh, we've we've got going on with all the wet, um, you know, weather we've been having, and we're still recovering from that. And then you know we had all the chemicals in the air a few weeks uh, last week or something, and so you know, every time we turn around, there's always some reason I can make a case that we can start incorporating better food into our body so that it can have a better effect on our ability to detox, on our ability to heal and regenerate, our ability to heal and repair, and make our lives more vibrant. And at the end of the day, your body, if it isn't doing what you want it to do, it's a check engine light. There's symptoms going on in your body, and we've just got to change the diet. We've got to change the, the habits of your day in and day out living choices, and you will find, I'm telling you, wouldn't it be cool if for like a whole month we had like 50,000 people that just committed to eating 6 to 11 servings of vegetables a day, cooked, steamed, grilled, kicked around on the ground, however they can get them in. Boiled with crawfish. Boiled with crawfish. And I bet you would see a shift in the in the energy, in the overall you know level of consciousness that we all put to, into this you know living together. Lauren just said, chop mushrooms super small and mix in your taco meat, and your kids have no idea. See, and, and let me tell you, <laughs> Lauren knows. Lauren is a master at hiding food into stuff. Hopefully her, her kids. kids aren't listening right now. <laughs> no, they're, they're like, what they're happened? happened? Yeah, yeah. They're what, like, Mom, what? <laughs> Kurt. What is this? We need her to cook for Conspiracy. Kurt. So the other thing she said, I can't tell you the last time my kids have been to the modern medicine doctor. I'd rather pay modern my copay <laughs> to Chapa, who keeps us out of that place. So that's... That's the prevention we were mentioning earlier. Um, I think and next time. Thank you, Lauren. That's amazing. Next time that we go to a place when they're going to boil crawfish, I may bring my own Brussels sprouts. I may bring my own broccoli. And we know a couple of the restaurants around here, and they probably would let us do that just to try it as an experiment. By the way, going back to an earlier comment, you were talking about like just how like if we all started eating better and living better, we might like smile and wave at each other. The one thing that I remember growing up that my dad used to do and that I did when I lived in a small town is you always did the two finger like on, on the, the steering wheel, like two two fingers up, right? So I was doing that and someone was in my car and they were like, uh, will you stop distracting the other drivers? And I'm like, I'm literally like waving. You guys in Texas don't do not do that to other cars as you pass by? Time out. Who told you that you were distracting the other drivers? My girlfriend. She said, stop distracting the other drivers. And I'm like, I'm just waving hi to people. You don't do that in Texas? <laughs> well, you do it with your neighbors, not with like, you know, if it's every around your house. Every car. And, and when I grew up. He's down I-45. Every car. <laughs> like, hey, are you serious? <laughs> yes, I do this to just, everybody. I've never seen anybody do that. I, I've but seen what if people do that. Like, you just kind of give a little I wave. I've seen motorcyclists do that. Oh, yeah, they give the thumbs up or, yeah. like, the, the oh, down. They, they chunk a deuce or whatever they're doing. And uh, <laughs> and I thought that was just – or Jeeps, Jeepers do that. You yeah. Know, in, the, in the Jeeps. He's probably doing oh, it to people why. with Jeep compasses, that's and they're right. just like, what is this guy doing? But it's a Jeep compass thing. And they're like, that's <laughs> no, not a Jeep. Ev- I do it to every car. That's what you do. But see, in a small town, know. in a small town, Nebraska, when you only have, like – 10,000 people in your community you know everybody but you can also like you, every street you're like right next to the other cars so you can wave hey this is cool Ashley said on our Facebook comment thread she said I'm in the HEB parking lot writing my grocery list and this show is helping me make healthier choices so whenever you're inside there tell them KGA radio tell them that we sent you and and that I don't work there because people <laughs> Kirk oh, used to think I work there. I wish I <laughs> I wish I did. I'm, just, I'm, I'm tell, we should still do a a Shopping. show where we go through. You know, I can get us over at uh, Irma's Nutrition Store. We could go through there as a little you know uh, 
and, what and if we did an entire day. show and, and live from there, like on one of these th- Tuesday shows? Absolutely. We went to the grocery store. We did it live, and we actually took the mobile camera and live on location, shopped. and we shopped. I mean, that would be audience. so much fun. Let's do it. I would I would be game for this. Chop Let's a talk on location. On, on location. Alicia said, she said uh, she loved the idea of chopping up the mushrooms. She said her boyfriend hates mushrooms. She's going to see if he notices. Is that a little cruel? Man, people no, are going to hate, hate us. Alicia, that's, that's like, brilliant. They're going to hate us. Listen, this is how you get sometimes. So if you even talk to uh, Jeff over at Main Squeeze, he said he hated vegetables forever. But when he launched into this Main Squeeze journey, uh, and open this business, he started juicing, and that's how he started loving vegetables. And now he has a very robust palate. He's good with the textures. He's good with you know the the, the foods that he used to hate with a passion. And I think there in lies the point. If if we can get our bodies to develop the bitter palate, if we can get away from the sugar, away from the salt, and develop the bitter palate, we will always love. The sweet and the and and the uh, the salts. So if we have the robust sour and the bitter, we will develop the savory, and we will appreciate all aspects of our you know that food has to offer us through texture and through taste and through nutrition. Kurt's cracking up over here. I think he was he was either trying to tag uh, the owners of Main Squeeze or he was trying to tag Alicia's boyfriend to tattletale that she's chopping up <laughs> mushrooms in the burgers. Be like, no, no, no leave don't Alicia do it. alone. She's <laughs> got she's got she's got an agenda, and you got to report back to us next week and let us know if you were able to sneak it in. Remember, yes. Lauren said to chop them up small. And uh, maybe we can even get Lauren to uh, you know post a picture. It, I had to of chop hers. up a mushroom the other day because we we ordered uh, Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. We got some Hello Fresh free stuff. Uh, we got some coupons to get some free ones, and then we actually got charged for more. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we had to chop up some mushrooms. I've never seen a mushroom before, and I like even like chopping them up. I was whoa, like, whoa, maybe. Well, you've never seen a mushroom before. Like you've never cooked with one, or right? I've never like. I, pull, I had mushrooms. to pull the stem out or something. I don't know. Do saute mushrooms? Like, I had to so look good. up like how to cut a mushroom. I YouTubed. How do you slice some, a mushroom? Hey, you know, if any of y'all that are going to be chopping up these burgers, mushrooms, Let's you post know, it. Yeah, post it, but bring some to me. I mean, like, what, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you, be like, I can't taste it. He needs more mushrooms, or um, or like, hey, it's perfect. I can't taste it at all. Man, I, there I was judge. a couple well, of these Hello Freshes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is Chapa approved, and then it's got like cheese, and I was like, nah, I can't post you, that. You have to, you have to realize that you know most of the time we always throw cheese on everything because it's just like what doesn't go good with cheese, right? I mean, but we have to understand that cheese is mucus forming, cheese is pasteurized and homogenized, cheese is filled full of infection and pus. Cheese is not our friend, I'm, and and I'm I'm sorry. Like if you don't agree with that, um, I've just seen it, 13 years, and I've had people that have spent 20 and 30 thousand dollars trying to find out how to fix their problems, and it literally came down to a food, and and dairy is in the top two, uh, if not the top, you know. And and it is amazing to me that when we consume. Uh, simply a food, and, and sometimes in small proportion. I mean, think of like the creamer in your coffee, right? Mm-hmm. That's not that much. I mean, assuming that you use only that one little thing, but that pasteurized, sugarified, processed junk that we put in there um, is having a negative impact 
on your overall energy and your well-being and your body's output and productivity, and it's slowing your system down. And I have seen something as small as an inoculation like that cause two to three days of semi suffering. Well, if you did that on Monday and you did that again on Thursday, well, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are now affected negatively, and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are now affected negatively. And so now you're going through your week less efficient, less productive, less energetic, less smiley than you would have been. And what if that cost you your job? What if that cost you a relationship? What if that cost you, you know, uh, a, a, an, uh, an amazing memory? Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, I would just want to challenge to the idea that, you know, food is medicine and we can help people at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. This is what we do is we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery and we talk about food is medicine and we talk about building a new you in the 21st century. And if you're not detoxing in the 21st century, I'm telling you, you're missing a huge piece. Somebody told one of my patients the other day, oh, I don't, so-and-so nutritionist doesn't believe in detoxification. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, uh, why? You know, and well, because I don't think that the food can really have that effect. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, that's just not how the chemistry works. I mean, these are proven uh, concepts that when you take in cruciferous vegetables, Brussels sprouts, cauliflowers, broccolis, and you bring these things in, it can help your body rid itself of excess estrogen. You know, whenever you take in, you know, uh, the asparagus, that it cleanses the kidneys. Why wouldn't food regenerate us? I mean, by definition, in Webster's, the big red Webster's dictionary, it says food is to regenerate, repair, nourish, and strengthen and energize our cells. So let's get back to food is medicine and reach to the uh, re, uh, stop reaching towards the foods that drive inflammation that's wheat dairy corn soy uh, and, and and avoid the four deadly food additives which are what guys high fructose corn syrup artificial sugars partially hydrogenated oils and msg mm-hmm. so if we stay away from the four most common food allergies and the top four most common food additives it makes it easier to break the addiction to sugar you know, and Nancy Appleton had a great book, Lick the Sugar Habit, and she's got in there 146 or 156 different ways that sugar can influence and ruin your health. Have you guys seen on YouTube, speaking of licking those uh, no, videos where I, they... I try not to look at those videos. Where they, like, have, like, a microphone, and they're, like, trying to make all these noises, and, like, they're, like, licking the microphone, and people like, are, like, tuning in. disgusting. Yeah, they're, like... Yeah, then you got they, somebody like, else show, coming like, in. They, like, noises, and people, like, actually tune in and watch... They're like, ooh, noises. It are they, sounds so good. Are they good at like mimicking sounds or something? They're actually making those sounds, but it's like a high intense microphone that picks up the sounds really, really well. And I don't know. Netflix did an entire like hmm. series, docu series about how we enjoy the the sound of things and that we want to hear the sound of things. Like the crunch of a cucumber in your mouth? That would be the one that you would watch, <laughs> Doctor Chapa sitting at home before nine o'clock, because obviously we uh, can't have nine o'clock. That's right. Phones have to be off. That's but. right. You know, is that okay? Because I would say like sight, touch, taste, and then sound. You know, those. You know, your senses yeah, and all but, the. But I mean, if, but we we have a tendency in like little kids, right, to yeah. put a spoon in their hand or a fork in their hand, and they've done studies. You should let the kid reach into the pile of, of food and just slaver it all over their face and make the mess because they're developing a relationship to eating and, and they're feeling what it feels like to bring that food to their face, to feel it on their skin. Now, assuming that they're, they're eating real food, you know, we shouldn't put anything on our skin that we can't consume. And you surely don't want your kid putting fake food on their face. Remember, the best thing you'll ever have if you eat make-believe food is what? 
Make believe health. health. That's right. Good job. And so somebody's got a question here about organic cheese. Is it the same as well? Yes. Organic cheese in the stores is still pasteurized. It's still homogenized. And when we consume pasteurized and homogenized uh, milk products, it is going to be denatured. It's going to have the same issues that the uh, the regular milk would have that's or, or cheeses that would not be organic. It's just now they're giving you an organic pasteurized, homogenized maybe less adulterated, but still nonetheless, your body's already seen the damage of casein in the body and that level of inflammation drives the body to sickness and disease. And so that's what we've got to help people realize is that, sorry, you know, milk, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, whey protein is not your friend. It's not a superfood. It's a food that leads to what I call mistake colossal. Mm -hmm. It will destroy your health. And we don't want you to get uh, caught up in that, you know, that rut, so to speak. Yeah, there's so much life left to live. There's always a, you know, there's always a reason. And sometimes if you feel like there isn't a reason, you got to find your reason. You know, uh, earlier in the show, we started talking <laughs> about, you know, depression, anxiety, and just like how you can break that. And, you know, prayer and just like reaching to God. Those are all all things that, that can help in those situations. Well, I mean, and so I, I, I just, I'm always go back to this. This idea that, you know, all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to get traction and get healthy or allow your body to to slip off the slippery slope and get unhealthy. And I want people to grab hold of this. Like, you are in more control of your health than you realize. You can drink more water today. That's easy. You can drink less sugar. You can put Brussels sprouts and asparagus with your crawfish. You can make every meal better by adding, you know, a nourishing nutrient to it. And if you don't like vegetables, man, you could pick bacon and wrap it around asparagus. If you don't never, if you never really had asparagus and you'll be like, oh, bacon and asparagus is amazing, right? Yeah. If you put, if you saute onions, it's finely chopped and you mix those with, you know, a shredded or chopped Brussels or do what, you know, Kurt was talking about, take your favorite Cajun spice and mix it with, you know, Kerrygold butter and, and spinach. And, and you're changing the dynamic. Squeeze some lemon on it, too, next time, and it'll change it yet again. And you'll get another level of flavor out of your spinach. And that's another game-changing idea to get your body acclimated to these new foods that you're putting in. You know, to me, I have to get—I have to always remember that I'm, I'm good at this food thing. Like, I've been doing it since I've been 15, you know? And do I have bad days? Sure. But I have a bad meal here and there. Most of the time, I am on my you know, A game 90, 95% of the time because I like how my body feels when it, whenever I eat, feed it well and, and, and give it the things that it needs. So at the end of the day, this is Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. And guys, I so am excited about all the you know, collaboration that we brought in on this you know, food uh, you know, talk today, Chopa Talk and Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. And I'm just so thankful that all you guys are tuning in and, and, and this is making a difference for you. I hope that this week can be a week of challenge to incorporate more veggies, more exercise, more de-stressing practices, whether going to bed earlier and or eating better or drinking more fluids or just having a better attitude and leveraging that million-dollar asset, your smile, and smile at somebody today. You might be surprised. You might get you know people smiling back at you and you might create a new relationship. You might create a new memory you might create a new you know powerful tool in your repertoire to tell people who you are what you do and why you do it 
and share your vision with somebody. I know there's that fact that you always hear thrown around. It's like it takes less muscles in your face to smile than it it does does to to frown frown or to stay neutral. But what if you want to exercise? Yeah, I was trying to build my (laughs) muscles like because gains. That's Yes, right. But your weight gains or like muscle gains? Muscle gains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's got to be stern and hardcore. Yeah, so right now we are uh, about to switch over, Dr. Shop. How can somebody get a hold of you? It's 959. So 281-554-8600 or visit our website, justlivewell.com. We are in League City, Texas, and we are Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. We give people alternatives to drugs and surgery, and we love the idea that we can take a person, whether they've got – you know, a debilitating <clears throat> illness from birth or all the way that has developed in their mid-20s or 30s or 40s, and they don't know where to start. We will help you get started. We'll give you a platform to launch forward and so that you can live the best version of yourself in the 21st century. And, guys, let me tell you, it's possible. You can do this, and we want to be a coach. We want to be a driving force of change in your life, and this is what I encourage you to do is just make yourself accountable to the practices of Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center or teaching. Jennifer's an amazing nutritionist, myself and Dr. Amber, we are here to serve you. My staff is, you know, dedicated to caring for the mission of getting sick people well without drugs and surgery. So God bless all of you guys. I love the show today. I love being with all of you. And I'm so glad that you guys are sharing this video with your friends, that you're telling your friends, family, and loved ones how important it is to incorporate better living each and every day. God bless. All right. Hey, guys. Stay tuned. Do not leave because we're going to be announcing the winners for the Fub on Me Crawfish giveaway the great giveaway of march 2019 so we're excited <laughs> about it hey the video went nuts i think it has about like 28,000 views on it right now almost 29,000 views and we're going to be announcing those winners here in the next we already have the winners in our hand we just have to make the announcement and we're not going to do it early this time but we're going to make that announcement and then we're going to also be talking to wheelchairs for warriors coming up next all right so wheelchairs for warriors are going to be in studio we're going to be learning about everything that they have going on learning about all of the uh, the things that they're able to do in the community. So this will be a lot of fun. Stay tuned. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstarter, and we are going to be on till 11. If you're watching on Facebook, go ahead and type in, what do you have going on today? Let us know. What are you getting into? You know, it's Tuesday. Yesterday was awesome. We kind of say something around here, TGIM, whenever it's Monday. But you know what? Thank God and thank goodness it is Tuesday. We're going to have another positive day Let us know what we can do to help you out. Maybe spread some awareness about your event. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. Stay tuned. Kurt! Hi. Hi. My name is Gardy. Hi, Gardy. I'm Crystal. Crystal, nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. All right, all right. Yeah, I popped on and it had had your video and it had 13 shares, so I shared it to you. Thank you. 14 more. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know, sharing is caring. And, and something that Facebook has started showing us is, like, who's actually shared the video. So it's like Ashley, Dr. Chop's office. Yeah, it'll have a lot of different it pages be for all me. you guys. We appreciate that. A sharer is somebody who also shares a whole bunch. So it's almost like a badge in a way. It is a badge. I'm a sharer. It's a badge of caring. Sharing. Put this up a yeah, bit. you can move that and then just get it somewhere that's comfortable, and then you'll you'll be good to go. Is that a good shot? Can you see the? Uh... Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> can you see the? <laughs> All right. Can you see your face? Was that mic blocking it? Yeah, she's good. Good. Okay, Crystal. 
So you have you have a bunch of cool stuff going on, right? I do. Can you share just a little bit before we go on the FM? I can. So we are Wheelchairs for Warriors, and we provide custom rehab seating solutions to veterans and first responders. Okay. So what does that that mean? Like, So seating? what that means is that we custom design wheelchairs for veterans and first responders who need them. Okay. Surprisingly enough, they all need them. Yeah. And when did y'all start? Um, we got our 501c3 in 2017. Okay. 2017. 2017. And what led you to want to start this? Well, I served in Baghdad for two years. I helped stand up the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq. And when I came back, I wanted to continue that service to my country. I was with the State Department, and I wanted to continue that service. And I shadowed a couple of different organizations, but I didn't find one that was a really good fit. Mm -hmm. So... You have a, a a jacket over there that says United States uh, Embassy Baghdad. I do. I wear it loud and proud. So you said I earned it. Yeah. <laughs> so the State Department. That's what you said. That's mm -hmm. where you worked or served. Mm -hmm. I worked in the State Department. Okay. I was supposed to go into the Navy as a young girl, and I didn't. So this was my punishment: go to a war zone, serve your country. <laughs> So you wanted to Not serve really in the Navy or like what? Yeah. So I was supposed to, our whole family is military. You know, my mm -hmm. dad was 101st Airborne. My uncle served for the Joint Chiefs of Staff um, at the Pentagon. And then he went on to be the commander at NORAD in Colorado Springs. And because everybody, if there's a war, Laramore has served in it. And so my, you know, my family's plan for me was the Navy. And I was on the buddy program with a girlfriend here from Texas City, Sonia Giannis. And she I just waved to her. She drove away in the Navy car. I didn't go. I didn't. You just opted not to. Yeah. Uh, do you have any siblings? I do. We have a lot. Did they serve? No. Typically, the oldest one, whether you're male or female. So it was me, and I didn't. Do Decided it. not to. I did. Yeah. Um. So let's see. We got three seconds. Let's go ahead and go on, and we'll we'll okay. get this going. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kirk. It is Tuesday morning. We just got done talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa, and we have some winners. We have uh, uh, some winners of uh, the Fub on Me and Bistro, Bistro and Grill giveaway. They opened their brand new seafood side, and we have some people who are going to win some crawfish. Crystal is in studio with us. Crystal, Hi. how are you doing today? Good. You know, can you share real quick what the name of the organization that you run is? Wheelchairs for Warriors. Do you like crawfish? I love crawfish. I'm a crawfish addict. <laughs> a crawfish addict? Yeah. Well, we have a, a, an awesome video that we had kind of released about a week ago today. Do you, yeah. Can we show that video one more time? Sure, show it. Oh, well, well, we can't because we don't have a way to. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, so it's 10.06 a.m. And let's go ahead and announce the winners. Yes. Are you ready? I am. All right, the first winner. Uh, the three pounds of crawfish, if your name is announced, you do have to give us a, a text at 346-704-1806. We'll give you the instructions on how you get those three pounds of crawfish from Fa Bon Me Bistro and Grill. They are a partner here at KHCA Radio. You can find them on 646 and uh, on the left-hand side of the interstate of I-45 right next to HEB. If you're going north. If you're going north. All right. The first winner is Courtney Obendorfer. I hope I said that correctly. Courtney, you are the first winner. Congratulations! The second winner is Destiny Rainia. Destiny Rainia, you are the second winner. And then 
finally, the the third and final winner of the three pounds of crawfish fun, fought by me, bistro and grill is Fabian Galvez. So Fabian, Destiny and Courtney, you are you need to give us a text at 346-704-1806. We'll make a post and announce those winners so that you have a chance to reach out to us. We'll tell you what your next steps are. Congratulations to all three winners. Thank you to everyone who participated. But stay tuned because we're going to be talking more about wheelchairs for warriors during this next hour. Yeah, everybody else, feel free to go check out Fub on Me. Let us know what you think. A lot of people already have. You know, whenever we, there's a video that's dropped like that or posted on social media, a lot of the times people... We'll go check out the business. And there's been a lot of great feedback. We love to see your pictures. Post them on our wall. Tag us in the video. Feel free to share out your own video. We want to see it. We want to see what your thoughts are. So right now it's 10.08. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. And we have Crystal in studio with Wheelchairs for Warriors. How are yeah, you doing, Crystal? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing really good. Yeah. You know, thank you for, for coming on today and making some time. Yes. Thank you for having us. So... Can you share, you know, what the idea for Wheelchairs for Warriors is? Mm -hmm. So the idea is to provide veterans and first responders. Is this my camera? Is yeah, you it? just, you don't have to look at it. I don't have to look at it. No. You got me covered from <laughs> you can all look angles. At, but this you can look at me. Side, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We have, um, so surprisingly enough, veterans and first responders typically don't get all the wheelchairs that they need. And, and we had an epiphany one day that... A veteran or a first responder may be in a wheelchair, we call them warriors, may be in a wheelchair, but they may need a different wheelchair, right? So the wheelchair for their everyday life may be a different wheelchair from their weekend life or from their sporting adventure life that they may want to go pursue. And these guys have been, and women have been on mission, on assignment with the band of brothers, and then all of a sudden they're taken out of that. They're taken out of the fight, right? So when they recover, you know, it's a long process. And at some point, they want to get back into the fight again, right? They want to have another mission. And that mission may be sports. It may be just being independent. Whatever that mission is, we want to help them fulfill that mission. And surprisingly enough, they're, they're kind of stuck with like a wheelchair. And it's just whenever I think of a wheelchair, you know, there's like not many styles. It's just like one wheelchair. But there's so many styles. It's crazy. Yeah. So we build wheelchairs, like we had a Marine that we just gave a wheelchair to. His name is Eric Morante and he lives in San Antonio, Texas. And Eric is an amputee. Uh, his right leg is amputated, but his left arm was shattered. So the VA said, well, here's a, here's a really nice pair of crutches and a 52 pound wheelchair, have a great life. Okay, what? Say what? So he waited and waited and was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I think he was injured in 2007 for a wheelchair. He can't pick up, he can drive, right? So his car's adapted to where he can drive. But he can't pick that wheelchair up and put that wheelchair in the back of his truck. And also, it's hard for him to roll it. You know, it's huge, it's big, mm -hmm. it's clunky. At some point, you know, your shoulders are giving out, right? So we don't want to take somebody who's a paraplegic and turn them into a quadriplegic over the course of their life because they don't have the proper equipment. And with the proper equipment, life is a lot easier. So we built Eric a 12 and a half, 13 pound titanium wheelchair. So his wheelchair is easy for him to just pick up, throw in the back of his wheelchair, take wherever he needs to take, give him some relief from wearing his prosthetic. Because another thing that we don't think about is if a guy's, if a guy has a prosthetic and that's his only way to get around, right, is to wear the prosthetic because his wheelchair just doesn't work for him. So he's wearing the prosthetic and then after time, it irritates his stump. 
Well, if he has to have more removed, then at some point he can't even wear a prosthetic, right? So there are so many factors and variables that we as citizens and average, you know, man on the street, we just don't think about. So we really saved Eric a lot of trouble and gave him more freedom and um, just a longer lifespan with, with being able to wear a prosthetic as well. How do you make uh, a wheelchair something that is, you know, usually 40, 50, however many pounds mm-hmm. to 12 or 13 pounds? How do you get that smaller? We have smaller? these elves in this tiny little workshop. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, um, we have a seating specialist, a rehab seating specialist. He's an ATP, I think is the exact term for him. He's also a mechanical engineer. So he designs the wheelchairs. You know, like on CAD drawings or, or, you know, it's very technical stuff for me. Um, but he designs the wheelchairs. And then there are about four main manufacturers of wheelchairs in the United States. And so they manufacture the wheelchair for us to the veteran-specific measurements. And we go, and Paul takes very, very detailed measurements. So he measures from the wrist to the elbow, from the elbow to under the arm. I mean, everything is a specific measurement. So it's, one, mm-hmm. it's custom for that individual person specifically so you can cut out a lot of the the area that's unnecessary and it makes a lighter product yeah specifically designed for that yep there's that and then there's also if you think about pressure relief you know some of these guys can't feel a lot um so they don't know if if their feet are hanging or if their feet are proper they get pressure sores and wounds sometimes down to the bone if if things aren't designed and fit properly so we take care of all of that wow you know you you mentioned a little bit before we went on the FM when the whenever you started with wheelchairs for warriors. Can you share one more time like what year started and what did that process look like starting? You know, it's a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It's a nonprofit. It's a five hundred one c three. I was in Baghdad for two thousand four two thousand five and came home and wanted to continue my you know service to my country, and I had shadowed a couple of organizations and there just wasn't. You know, that, that right fit. And so my girlfriend, who's an Army veteran, Heidi Hansing, and I were chatting. And let's, let's just start our own nonprofit. We have the means and the capability to raise funds. So let's just start our own. And she said, how? I said, mm-hmm. no idea, but we'll make it happen. And we didn't really know what it was going to look like. And we would take Paul to a veterans event. So we would just tote him around with us from one event to another. And he, being a wheelchair seating specialist for Workman's Comp, that's what he does for a living, he was just in shock at how bad the wheelchairs were for the veterans. He would say things like, oh my gosh, that man is a Purple Heart recipient. His wheelchair is terrible. Mm -hmm. Because that's all he could see was the wheelchair. He saw it and he saw how he could make it better. And Heidi and I were like, dude, we, I mean, okay, we we can't Mm -hmm. fix that. And then one day it was like God had the sledgehammer and he kept... He was, had a little tiny hammer, and he kept going ding, ding, ding. And then he took the sledgehammer and hit me. And I looked at Paul one day, and I went, hold on. I called Heidi. I said, I have it. I know what we're supposed to be doing. She goes, what? Wheelchairs for warriors. She's like, oh, that took us long enough to figure that out. But, you know. So 2004, 2005, you're in Baghdad. You come back, and then it took mm-hmm. a long time before uh, 2017 just uh-huh. of ideas, and you wanted to be involved. Right. Yeah, yeah. How did you meet Paul? So I met Paul in uh, Texas City. Uh, I was doing a fundraiser for um, for a political candidate, mm-hmm. and somebody said, hey, we have a friend that we want you to meet. And I was like, okay. And they thought we would make the perfect couple, you know. And so I was just like, okay. And it took a long time for us to finally meet because we both have busy lives. And then we met, and 
We've been together ever since. There you go. Yeah. So I told him to all the military. And his father was also an Army veteran who was in a wheelchair. And that's what got him passionate about working on wheelchairs. And then he, he designs them mm-hmm. now. He designs them. And these, how many wheelchairs, you know, since 2017 have y'all been able to outfit? Because it seems like an, an individual wheelchair, that's a lot of work. Like one work. specific design, one wheelchair for one one person. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of money and we're nationwide. So we go to the veteran because here's the other issue. Sometimes they can't get to the VA, right? And listen, we also had an epiphany that one wheelchair just isn't enough. They may need two or three wheelchairs. So their everyday life is uh, a power chair maybe. And if they want to do sports, like in the Paralympics, shooting, basketball, whatever, they need a different kind of chair. And they need a chair that has dump. And I was like, what is dump? I don't know what that is. But that's like where the chair leans leans back, kind of ghetto style. And they can kind of throw the basketballs or or shoot a gun or Mm -hmm. hold it properly. And there's all sorts of different specifications for that as well. So the last two chairs... That we're des- we're designing them right now are for specifically for two guys who are in the Paralympics in the shooting sports. How how much does it cost <coughs> to make a wheelchair like one of the wheelchairs? So the wheelchairs vary in price from $5,500, It goes up and up. If you are a quadriplegic. And the only thing you can do is blink. We can design a wheelchair that you can move straight. You can lift up. You can lay it flat. You can do whatever you want just by blinking your eyes. Or if all you can do is breathe by the puff of your breath, we can design a wheelchair for you. And we designed a very expensive wheelchair for a guy, a Green Beret in California like that. How many wheelchairs since 2017 have you guys designed? We have designed two wheelchairs and are in the process of four more. So six. It's very expensive. Yeah, it seems like it's a it's a long process, but uh-huh. it's a it's a great cause. So it's uh, I guess the mission is to help, you know, these veterans mm-hmm. and first responders. Right. If somebody's not familiar, like, um, you know, what actually classifies you as a as a first responder? So a first responder is e- EMS, police officers, firefighters, first responders, U.S. Secret Service agents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody who kind of serves. Where's the uniform? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's huge, you know, because somebody mentioned earlier in our in our stream just saying like, hey, that's really cool that you also focus on the on the first responders as mm-hmm. well. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and the veterans, including the veterans. State Department. Typically, what we have found is that all of those first responders have really great insurance and they're on workman's comp. So they get the best of the best. What we truly have found is it really is the veteran who's not getting taken care of. As, as much as they should be taken care of. The VA is underfunded, it's undermanned, they're understaffed, they're undereducated on, on what to do. The process is crazy. We talk to veterans sometimes who, you know, they're giving an over the phone, they're taking their own measurements in their chair, mm-hmm. leaning over, taking measurements and turning those measurements in and getting a wheelchair based on that. And the wheelchairs come back and they're either too small in the, yeah. you know, in the seat or they're not long enough and then they have to wait again and it's a terrible process does insurance work with you guys or is that something like no no they don't we are strictly donations and a lot of people always want to know you know well i can't you know i can't stroke a ten thousand dollar check you mm-hmm. know for a wheelchair but what you can do is facebook has um you know you can do a fundraiser on your birthday you can do a fundraiser any day of the week 
for anything. It doesn't have to be your birthday, right? Right. And you can share, you know, like you, like you asked, what did you say earlier about shares? You said it was a badge or something? Sharing. Oh, yeah. Sharing, sharers now get a badge where they're they're deemed a, like, sharer of a page. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. And that, the same thing. You can share our story and share our page. And when we do fundraisers, typically for a veteran, you can share that. Mm-hmm. So you guys a golf help, tournament. You, you guys help um, fundraise specifically for different veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about some of that fundraising that you guys do. How do you all get the money? Yes. So we do the Facebook fundraisers. We have corporate donations. Um I've always been a fundraiser, but it's typically been for politicians. So now I'm doing it for veterans. I feel a whole lot better about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the the one thing about the veterans, too, is that I always ask them at the end of every interview, would you do it again? And they all say yes. And and I just, I mean, you know, that just warms my heart. Um, So you can write us a check. Our uh, P.O. Box 2911, League City, Texas, 77574. You can go to our website and donate. You can do a fundraiser on Facebook. You can host a golf tournament. There's a lot of different ways that we raise money. My favorite way is is the check system. Yeah. (laughs) Did you grow up in this area? Yeah. I went to high school in Texas City. Okay. And then, you know, you you know, did some... You were in Baghdad Mm -hmm. and then, you know, came back Mm -hmm. from this area. Mm -hmm. You know, how how has it been, I guess, you know, coming back and starting a nonprofit in the area that you grew grew up in, you know? It has been remarkable. The outpouring of support and love is crazy. We have, um, you know, Commissioner Joe Giusti, Commissioner Del Apfel. They are all 100 percent involved and. And they don't ever want the credit. They don't want any credit, mm-hmm. you know, but th- but they help. And, um, you know, our congressman, Congressman Weber helps. Prestige Oyster is a local business here, and um, they've been a huge supporter. I mean, O2 Bistro wants to throw a fundraiser for us. I mean, the support locally is pretty phenomenal. Are you going to the San Leon Oyster Festival? Of course. We're helping. We're, yes, those are my people. <laughs> we're helping promote that. We're emceeing the event. That's awesome. I heard that. I told Lisa to reach out to you guys, so that's good. Sweet. Yeah. Mickey Gilly's going to be there. Yes. That'll be really cool. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Um, Right now, let's see. It's 1021. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. I see Fabian weighed in. He won. The, uh, the the base, not the Bayshore Grill, but the, the Fub on Me, Bistro and Grill, Crawfish Giveaway. Check out Bayshore Grill, too. They have some really oh, good crawfish. Oh, yes. Over there, they're kind of close as they well, are. the Prestige. They're one of our partners here at KHEA Radio, so we, we highly support anyone who partners with KHEA Radio. They have the best crawfish. Well, they really do have the best crawfish. Kurt, Kurt know, doesn't eat crawfish, so he doesn't know. Oh, that's crazy. That, and somewhere out there, know. there's a crawfish that's also missing you. <laughs> <laughs> Gardy's like, that's true. Yeah. No, they probably, if they've met him. If they so how do you eat your crawfish? Do you do you have do you just peel them and eat them, or do you have to have butter and garlic, or what? Do you, what's your what's either your way? I usually do the butter and I'll dip it in there. But if to. I peel it, I'll, I'll I'll dip it and eat it, dip it and eat it. And then he's like, "Can I have your butter?" I'm like, "No, you're eating. What are you eating? Like a cheeseburger?" And he wants to dip it in my butter. I'm like, "I don't blame you." Order your butter own. and garlic Good. is like order your own. If you're gonna or die like, of a heart attack. Mine. It might as well be that way. Right. <laughs> I figured you only live once. Yolo. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah. Hey, I, I was going to, switching back over to the Wheelchairs for Warriors kind of situation, um, the two that you've blessed with the wheelchairs, and, mm-hmm. and that, uh, I mean, it, it seems like a small amount, but it's still two more that, that didn't have it in, in mm-hmm. the first place. 
What did the veterans tell you about those wheelchairs and what was their stories? Kind of, if you could talk about that. Oh yeah. So Eric Morante was the was the veteran, and so we explained all of that earlier about how that saves his stump and that saves his arm and that just saves him. When you say so saves much him, stressful, so much stress because they could potentially lose more. Yeah. From it not yeah, I mean, being a good just, fit. If you're rolling around in a wheelchair like this, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just think about what that does to your shoulders. And mm-hmm. if it's heavy, and we built him a 12 pound. I mean, it weighs as much as an, I, an AR. He's used to carrying that much weight around, right? easy peasy now joe lowry was a was a, a bigger monster wheelchair and we had our kickoff uh fundraiser at the redneck country club in stafford mm-hmm. is that right stafford i think it's in stafford um and joe we flew joe lowry down here from california and presented his wheelchair to him and he was just like a kid in a candy store what that chair did for joe is that chair will stand him straight up and then he can be eye to eye with his peers right he can get coffee out of the cabinet he can get his own food out of the cabinet his wife doesn't have to be at his beck and call 24 hours a day seven days a week he went on a mission he sent us all a video and he goes hey i'm on a mission (laughs) we were like "Uh uh-oh where's joe going (laughs) and he went to target by himself bought his groceries took care of himself came back home everything was great wow he is so happy i think what's powerful about the stories you mentioned you asked these these gentlemen was it two guys two guys right Mm -hmm. you you know would you do it again? And their answer? Absolutely. And Joe's story was like, he, you know, he's a Green Beret. So these Green Berets are, you know, bad dudes. And he, uh, how much of these stories do y'all want to hear? You want to hear the story? We you do. Ready? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's pretty cool. So they would be, you know, it was a kill, right? They had the enemy and we were in a war and he always wanted to see what he was shooting. You know, and he's on a 50 count. He would just poke, poke his head around from the from the gun because he wanted to see the explosion. So if it was a building or a person or whatever it was, he would want to see it. And he got he got dinged on one of those peeking arounds, right? So a it's called a pecan round, and it's a bullet about this long. It's humongous, and it hit his um, helmet, and it went through, and it struck him in the head. And it went in this side and out that side. He still has his helmet with the blood, the dried blood on the inside. And it shattered some bone fragments in his head. And that caused him to have what they call hemisphere, hemispheric um, paralysis. So it hit, it hit him on his right side, but his left side is paralyzed or vice versa. It hit him on his left side, his right side is paralyzed. And when we showed up to Joe's house in California, he had a clunky wheelchair that you would get at, you know, like Walgreens or something. And one armrest was missing, a leg rest was missing. It was it was pitiful. So we hooked him up. How can somebody find you on social media if they want to, you know, potentially work with you to get a chair or mm-hmm. if they want to donate to mm-hmm. you? How can they find you? Um, Wheelchairs for Warriors. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on the internet. We are everywhere. And you can like us and share our page. And also, can I can I do this? Mm-hmm. Can I talk about this? Can you if I show it to you? Can they yeah, see it? Yeah, you can see it. They can way? see it right there. Okay, see that for a hundred dollar donation, you get one of these. And let me just say, these are Arctic's. These are Arctic coolers. Arctic supports the military, and we support Arctic. Yeah, it's very important to support the military. It's very important to support causes that support the military. You know, one of the things that um, I remember after. 
I think this was a few years ago, even like 2015, 2016. Um, there were a lot of like national news stories about the the state of the VA, um, mm. and and how like medical assistance and stuff like that. How 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 is that important to to focus on some of those things to help our veterans who help serve this country? Mm-hmm. So it's very important, and what we're trying to do, it's the government. It is a slow process. What we are trying to do is to work with the VA to say, hey, look, we're, we can be a support system for you, right? If you're overmanned, undermanned and overworked, throw some of that work our way. You know, you can fund it. We'll do the work. We'll take care of the veteran. We'll, we'll go anywhere. And so we're working slowly, you know, trying to make that, the goal. that, making that one of the goals, not the, the end all goal. We don't want to be you know, handcuffed to their standards. Use yeah. that word loosely. And you know, truth be told, some veterans get the best care ever. It depends on the staff. It depends on their caseworker. It depends on who is this, who they are assigned to. And it depends on which VA in the country they are assigned to. You, you, you get people who say, I haven't had anything but the best care from the VA. And then you get the opposite stories. Talk about being that positive switch. You know, here's a situation that possibly could be a, a bad situation, and you're finding mm-hmm. the positive and trying mm-hmm. to help. Yep. Can you yep. talk about why? Why why we're trying to help? Yeah. Well, listen, these guys gave it all up for for us, right? They sacrificed. They with with no question. They went to war. They did what they were trained to do, what they were supposed to do, and they've come back injured. If they are sitting in front of a television 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they're not able to get back into life, to join another mission, to re-engage, if they're just sitting there and they, they don't have the proper equipment to get out, how would that make you feel? Would you kill yourself? Would you be depressed? What would that look like for you? Well, think about what that looks like for the oh, makes me want to get all teary um so that's part of the goal too is to just get them out get them re-engaged with life yes you know you mentioned your your father you know serving can you share on on i guess that that upbringing because that has to be a huge inspiration that made you want to uh you know pursue this you know when you come from a family of patriots and people who have served their country um it's it's you, you know like i i bleed red white and blue i've always said that and and it's um it's always been i've always bragged about their service i've always bragged about my cousins you know and we we are in the laramore family tree is in the army the navy the air force the marines and yes even maybe the coast guard <laughs> just kidding coasties <laughs> um and and my friends and it's always been a um it's just always I've always been in that circle of influence of patriots and generals and colonels and um, people in the State Department once I once I went and served in Baghdad then it was you know my eyes were opened up to other branches of service that aren't necessarily the veterans and you asked earlier or you had made a comment that um, somebody had said it's nice that you're serving not just veterans I go to a lot of functions and people say, hey, you know, if you're a veteran, please stand up. 
And there's other people who aren't standing up because they're not a veteran, right? But they were State Department and they served their country in, a, in wartime. Or they were U.S. Secret Service agents. They served their country in wartime, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not honored. So I just wanted to make sure that we honored everybody who has served their country in a uniform. You So working for the State Department, how do you end up going down that career path? Because that seems like it's not something you accidentally fall into. It'd probably be tough. No, I didn't accidentally fall into it. <laughs> I, um, I was in the oil and gas industry for a long time and I had gotten a couple of phone calls from headhunters when the war started because KBR and Halliburton uh, they had the um, they got the job and so they had all these positions to fill they won the contract with the with the um, State Department so they had a lot of jobs to fill and headhunters were calling everybody they could get their hands on to go fill a plethora of jobs out there that were that were needed and they called me and I was like yeah, where are you where you mean to go where and so I just said no. But I passed the information on to a friend of mine who was in construction, a, a male friend of mine. Uh, he and his wife were really good friends of mine. So he went. Well, he knew that the State Department was looking for someone to help them stand up the U.S. Embassy, work at the U.S. Embassy, someone who, you know, had done high-end work before, I, you know, liaison type stuff. So I went. It wasn't like I went. It was a long process. It was, hey, do you want to go? No, just no. Conversations with my family. Should I go? What should I do? And, you know, my heart was racing. And I always tell people, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. If it makes your heart race, it's probably something you might want to do or run the other way. One of those two things. And so just long conversations with my family about about going and why I wanted to go. What were, What was the thought process? And so I went. How, can you share any of your stories or experiences over there? How was life different from just here? I was here told I couldn't say bad words, City. and I was with the Marines, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Don't I was with the Marines for a long time. I told, um, I asked one of the colonels one day, he, he um, so the, the Marines had, I, I went into the Marine house, so the U.S. Embassy was just a building, and it was Saddam Hussein's daughter's house at some point. And there was a back house, and that was where the staff and the, and the kitchen was, because the kitchens are not in the in the main houses, just in case they catch on fire. They don't want the main house to burn down. They want the house with the st- staff to burn down. So anyway, so that was over there in another building. So I called it the Texas White House. Um, and then they would say, why is it called the Texas White House? We're from New Jersey. You know, so oh, I got here first. <laughs> it's going to be called. And... Um, so the Marines kind of commandeered that building back there, and they took it over, and I went... I went back in the building to look for the um, for the Marine captain for something, and they would always say, you know, female on deck. Oh, it's just Laramore, you know, because they would have their little green shorts on or whatever, so they'd be running around, and and it was just a lot of. We just had a blast. Everything was fun, but I walked into their kitchen, and there was the food was like I didn't know what it was, and it was in it was called Vat food, and it was in these big containers and these little slats, and it was. I couldn't really describe it. I didn't. I couldn't identify it. I didn't know what it was. I think I could identify the mashed potatoes. And I was like, "What is this? That's our. That's our chow. You're eating that? I think you should eat that." So I went to you know the kitchen staff for KBR and said, "Hey, can we upgrade this their food a little bit? They're fighting for us on the front lines. Can we?" you know, do something about it. Mm-hmm. So sure, you know, they upgraded the staff. So the colonel calls me and he goes, hey, Laramore, you know, I appreciate you upgrading the Marines' child. It was very nice of you. 
Thank you, sir. Is there anything I can do for you? You're the colonel. I'm not. No. Oh, wait. Yes. Could you ask them to not say that the F word every two seconds? <laughs> Just tone it back. Yeah. Just, you know, because I'm afraid the ambassador's going to walk in one day and say, how are you doing, Larimore? Pretty mm, good, sir. How are you doing? And he said, no. Okay. And I'm taking said, back the chow. That's what yeah, I said. I'm taking back the chow. And he said, why? You know, or, or he said, would you like for me to tell you why? And I said, no, that's pretty sure that below my pay grade you don't have to tell me why you said no i i you just said no and he goes no no i want to tell you oh, okay he says look they're fighting every day they're out there fighting they don't they don't have girlfriends they don't have anything to do um they can't drink the thing that they can do is smoke cigarettes and cuss and i'm gonna let them do all of that they want Roger that, sir. <laughs> That's an interesting look at things. And that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Right now it's 1035 KTA Radio, 99.5 FM. Coming up next, it's Weston Toby Mac. Boom. So if somebody wants to, uh, I guess, find you, do mm-hmm. you have a website too? Or is it just mm-hmm. social media? No, it's everything. Yeah, we have a website. We, uh, what is the website? Wheelchairsforwarriors.com. Awesome. Cool, cool. Um, so you said you have four more that are like being planned or drafted or uh-huh. how, how does that go so we went to uh new york last weekend so we have two female veterans in new york that we're working with one was on the quick response force qrf so she was um she's amazing and <laughs> her story is very cute quick response means quick right you mm-hmm. can't think about it you got to go. When the whistle sounds, you're out. She was in the shower when the whistle sounded. So she had to run to get. So she was running through the camp. Well, like the whistle is it saying, like, what is the whistle telling them to do? So a tone, a whistle, a siren, something to like get in your vehicles, get dressed, get in your vehicles. We're going out. Okay, okay. Right? So something was ha- happening. Gotcha. So we don't know if there was an explosion, of, you know, out there in the red zone. I don't know exactly what the situation was, but mm-hmm. the, the, and I say the whistle sounded. I don't know if it was a. It's probably a siren. Sure. Yeah. Right. And right. Right. Yeah. It's probably a siren. So anyway, so she was responding quickly, and she got hit by an IED. So an uh, a, no, I'm sorry, a mortar round. So so an IED. Do y'all know the difference? An IED no. is an improvised explosive device, and that's typically on the ground, and uh, vehicles would roll over it, and it'll explode. An RPG is a rocket propelled grenade. Mm-hmm. So that's this rocket. They put a grenade on a rocket and they fire it off and they have coordinates where they want it to go. Sometimes, sometimes it's just a crapshoot, right? So they fire it over towards us and it'll land. And what happens with the mortar is that the um, shrapnel, you've heard the word shrapnel, right? So all the metal in it explodes out like this. So it has maximum impact. So a mortar hit the ground and she was near it and she got struck and so she's paralyzed from the waist down wow yeah and you visited her in new york uh-huh. yeah to measure and then to plan mm-hmm. out that, already that chair. Done all the measurements and um we're in the process right now of raising money for her chair what kind of chair is she uh gonna need anything for like sports or so she can lean back or is it just to get around so she has a power chair from the va and she's on her second bidding she's waiting on the third one because the the fittings aren't correct right mm-hmm. so first one was wrong second one was wrong she's waiting on the third one she's pretty sure three's a charm and it's going to be the right one 
what she wants is a power assist chair because she's still mobile here, right? So she wants a power assist chair and the VA won't give her a secondary chair. So we're building her a chair that she can still, that she can roll and that she can do adaptive sports in because the, the, the um, big power chairs that stand you all the way up, lay you flat, do all that, they're not really good for sports. You know, they're not yeah. agile. So we're building her one of those chairs. Wow. You know, these people, they go from being very active, being, you know, in great shape and able to do everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're not able to. And I guess that's that's pretty important for them to be able to play sports and still, mm-hmm. you know, of do course. stuff. Something. Because they went from active to nothing. And then, <laughs> like you mentioned, if you're sitting in front of the TV, just being like, this is all I can do. You know, yeah. like what's going on? Yeah. So she plays basketball mm-hmm. and she does other things, um, maybe racquetball. And so she goes to a VA in Albany, New York, and they have a big adaptive sports program. And so she plays sports with Mm -hmm. people that are also, you know, her people. How important is it for these veterans, you know, wounded or not, to have that camaraderie, to maybe go and talk to somebody or hang out with each other and, and share experiences and know somebody that went through what they went through? It's very important. And, you know, my hat's off to Camp Hope uh, in Houston about their peer-to-peer mentorship Mm -hmm. because it's really hard to have a conversation with someone about what you're going through if they haven't gone through it. When I came back from Baghdad, I never served. I never shot anybody. I never, I mean, not served. I never was on the front lines. I was very well protected, as protected as you can be in a war zone. But my life was incredibly different. And when I came back, I was still jumpy. I was still didn't want to talk to people. I still wanted to close myself off. I had had enough because it was 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just think about, and I can't even imagine what a warrior, what a veteran goes through. And it's the same thing with police officers and firefighters. Just the, the amount of stress you're under every single day, knowing at any second you could die. And you don't think about it all the time or you wouldn't do what you do, right? Mm-hmm. But that thought is subconsciously there. And the stress is just like, just a, that's a, it's a lot of pressure. And to have people to talk to is life-saving, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. The Crawfish Bash that's taking place in Lamarck, um, they have donated in the past to Camp Hope, and I believe a portion mm-hmm. of it, again, will go there as mm-hmm. well. So that's when we learned about mm-hmm. them and what they do. Mm-hmm. I think they actually came in after the um, <laughs> Santa Fe High School with the Education Foundation, like work with the Education Foundation, mm-hmm. to talk about PTSD. You know, what what is that? How do you deal with right. that? How do you talk to somebody? And, and that's great of Camp Hope to, to be able to do that. Yeah, there are a lot of veterans organizations that have sprung up by individuals. And, you know, I kind of hate to say this phrase, but it takes a village. Sometimes it just take, it takes your community. It takes a village. It takes more than one or two people. We have a huge military. You know, our military is big. And we've been fighting this particular war for a long time. And I'm just, I'm in awe of people who, who start nonprofits, the Independence Fund. You know, they helped Eric get his uh, prosthetic leg. And another interesting thing, I'm hanging out with Eric. We're looking at his house, figuring out his lifestyle needs. And he's got five or six prosthetics. They're all for different things. He's got one for running, one for basketball, one for every day. I never even thought about that. Just think Mm -hmm. about that. I have more than one pair of shoes. Depending on what you got going on, what you're doing, you yeah. Know? And one of my girlfriends said, I have more than one pair of running shoes. Hmm. You know? 
So the same thing with the wheelchairs. We want to make sure that, you know, one wheelchair does not fit all of their needs. So we want to make sure we get them whatever, ever they need. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, that we've talked about a little bit, um, but I, I think it's important to touch on, you know, this war that we're still fighting is a little different than any of other war that we've been a part of in the past. You know, it's, you know, World War World War Two, Korean War, like it, there was a set time, there was a set, you know, mm-hmm. enemy, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. But this is a war on terror, which is a war on a verb. You know, it's, you know, <laughs> exactly. basically, it's right. A war on a verb. <laughs> and so um, the hardest part is the veterans are coming back and not seeing the same amount of support that they used to in previous wars. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make it more difficult for what you're doing um, and trying to raise awareness about trying to get people to help these people mm-hmm. who were, you know, injured at war, mm-hmm. but people are like, it's not really, you know, you know what I mean by that question? Well, I'll um, beg to differ with you a little bit. I think that we, I think that the Vietnam veterans were the ones who have through history been treated the worst. And I do believe that because of what the Vietnam veterans went through, that our veterans of the Iraq, Iraq war, Operation Iraqi Freedom, it's gone through several changes. Um, I believe that they are getting better support. I believe that it's, it's still the VA. It's still a government entity. It is still huge. It is again, underfunded, under staffed, undermanned. It is a beast of an organization. Um, and, you know, thank God for some of the private organizations that come along. And people say all the time, well, doesn't the VA give them wheelchairs? You know, wh- what do they need you for? It's like, look, just look around. Wow. So do you nominate yourself or nominate somebody or do you all just find these specific cases? How do you pick the Great people? Great question. So if you are a veteran and you are in need, you can go to our website, wheelchairsforwarriors.com, and you can apply. If you have a buddy that is in need, you can apply. And here's one of the very difficult um, situations we find ourselves in. Veterans are taught to make do. A lot of times, police officers, firefighters, a lot of first responders, you know, they're taught to make do with the equipment that you have. Mm-hmm. Just make do. Yeah. We don't have the money. We don't have the funds. You just, just figure it out. Just You'll figure be okay. it out. You know, tweak it, fix it yourself. We can't get you new equipment. So instead of them raising their hand and saying, I need help. Typically, what most of them do is say, oh, man, you know, I don't want to take a wheelchair away from another guy who might need it more. It's like, hey, you're that guy. You need it more. So even our Green Beret, Joe Lowry, who desperately needed, desperately needed a wheelchair. One of the airlines had messed up his wheelchair and it was his power chair was no longer function, functionable, just did not function. And the VA said, well, we gave you a wheelchair. It's been, you know, you only get one every five years or, you know, three to five years, depending on your situation and your time's just not up yet, buddy. So off to the rescue, but he did not apply for himself. A friend of his applied because a friend of his who also was in a wheelchair said, um, no, you need a wheelchair. I'm going to apply. What kind of cost went into his? His was around 25000 and there's a company out there called Invacare. So they're a manufacturer and Invacare gave us his wheelchair at cost. So it was a huge blessing. Love those people. You mentioned, I guess, how many, many, you said there's like four or five manufacturers Mm -hmm. in in the U.S. or where are these Mm -hmm. manufacturers? In the U.S. Made in the USA. Is that important? That's important. Oh yeah. And we can have their wheelchairs uh, be whatever color they want too. 
So if they're super patriotic, they want it red, white, and blue. Perfect. If they're an Aggie, you want it burnt orange? No, I'm just kidding, Aggie. <laughs> if you're an Aggie and you want it maroon, we can make it maroon. If you're um, a UT graduate, we can make it burnt orange. If you're, you know, LSU, purple. We can do whatever you want. It's so cool. And then they get that little sense of ownership, right? This is mine. It's the colors I picked out. So they have, and then we can also put um, the emblem of the branch that they served in on the back of the of the chair in some cases. You know, we just yeah. embroidery it on the back. And so it says, you know, United States Marine Corps, Coast Guard, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that they have, have a pride a in, that, pride in, that, in branch. that branch. Yeah, yeah. I'd be able to be like, yeah. I, you know, I love my country. This is why I did what I did. And that's amazing that they're saying, yeah, I would, I would do it again. I would serve again. Yeah, I know. It's, um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fascinating, um, time to sit there and listen to these guys and listen to their stories. And we try to put their stories on social media as much as possible. And, um, it's no little bit of work. You know, I do have a, a job that I have to do. Um, but I interview every single candidate and as soon as I can, get that uploaded and if anybody would like to volunteer to help me make nice videos that'd be awesome mm-hmm. um but you know we get the videos uploaded and they t- and i have them tell their story you know so it's a video of the of the veteran individual veterans sharing mm-hmm. the story yeah so joe lowry's story of course he's up there you know his his video is there because he was our first guy he was kind of our little poster child what other kind of volunteers could you all use is there any other roles that people can maybe they aren't you know good at video editing or, or videography skills but is there any other need that y'all have we would love for if anybody wants to host a fundraiser. It's just really not my strong suit. Um, a golf tournament, anything like that, or just volunteering. If we, I think we're going to do another fundraiser um, in February at the Redneck Country Club again. Okay. So if anybody would like like to volunteer to like sell T-shirts or uh, check people in at the front door, anything like that, certainly feel free to to volunteer. So the Redneck Country Club, you know, because I'm not necessarily like a country club type, but I'm not necessarily not a redneck, either. but I feel like I would fit I in there. I know, you would fit in. <laughs> I'd be like, Y'all hey, should come. this is my kind of place, you know, like maybe, maybe what so. What is the place? It's just a... Is it actual a golf course? No, it's not even it's a golf a course. It's a venue? It's so much fun. <laughs> so Michael Berry host, y'all know Michael Berry? Of course you do. Oh, yeah, you're radio. radio. You got to know Michael Berry. So he started the redneck country club and he almost built it through donations was hysterical he's look i don't have any money but we're gonna have a country club where rednecks can go and sure enough the chairs are like the old uh nylon lawn chairs with the stripes you know all the different color stripes with the that little aluminum frame mm-hmm. that's that's mostly the the chairs that are there and it is just this little redneck country club and you can buy memberships to the country club and sometimes it's open he does a lot of things for veterans there that's open and free to veterans and it's just a blast that's cool is there any other nonprofits that you know focus on veterans that you've had a good relationship with and you maybe you've been able to sp- like work together uh-huh. there's uh folds of honor is another really good one and the wave foundation is specifically for females and they will help females in any situation so if you're a female veteran and you're homeless you need a place to sleep if you have to hurry get out of your home if you need a vehicle if you need clothes clothes to go on a job interview if you need a job so the wave foundation was um started by a female veteran who came back from a war severely injured and couldn't find resources and um female homeless veterans or female veterans is the largest growing homeless population in the u.s 
So yeah, so there's a lot of really good organizations. That independence fund. I'm sure there's a lot of factors that go into that, but is there research that shows why is that? There are. There, are, I, I'm not an expert. This isn't my lane. Um, but I'll tell you that a lot of service women go serve and they're in war and they come home and their husband has divorced them, gotten custody of their children, has control of the house, and they come home and they're instantly homeless with the clothes in their duffel bag. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, you know, they, they didn't know they were getting a divorce. They didn't know they were losing custody of their child. And uh, they probably need, you know, better advocates out there for female veterans too. So Heidi's mentioning, and she said, uh, if I'm saying this right, it's AntarisAlliance.com and then mm-hmm. Oath Foundation. Are those uh-huh. two others that y'all have worked with or yes. partnered with? Um, Oath Foundation is a, is a really good one. Gary Bartels is the executive director of Oath. And Oath, Inc., and they're also on Facebook, he takes veterans out on adventures. So maybe it's to Disneyland, maybe it's hunting, maybe it's fishing. And if you have a ranch or if you own Disney World, um, you can reach out to us and you can reach out to Gary and say, hey, I want to sponsor a trip for a veteran. And he will grab a veteran. And, and again, with that sitting in front of the TV, staying in your own thoughts, poor me, mm-hmm. we want to get them out, right? Got to yes. get them out into society, get them out and having an adventure. And then, um, and Terry's Alliance is a group of veteran-owned businesses and nonprofits. It's an amazing group, and you can join the Antares Alliance and have access to all of these different veteran-owned businesses. You can give them business, or you can do business with them. And there's a, a corporate fee annually, but they vet you. But it's an if you if you want to have a corporate culture of giving back, if you're if you're a corporation and you say you know we have a corporate culture of giving back. And you donate $500 a year to just not really a culture. You donated $500, bless your heart, right? Mm -hmm. If you are a business and you truly want to have that spirit within your company of having a corporate culture of giving back, you can join the Antares Alliance. You can become a lifelong sponsor for Wheelchairs for Warriors. You can do something with Oath, Inc., Wave. There's so many really good ones out there, but we work a lot with them. You know, okay, so our veterans, they come back, and, and sometimes, you know, if they're wounded, there's issues getting around. Like, adjusting to normal life is hard enough whenever you've been at war. Some people suffer with PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know, you like, okay, I'm, I'm back in civilian life. You know, you are still you still have your training. You still have your experiences. And then when you're wounded and you're in a wheelchair, um, and this is, you know, a weird, a weird comparison, but whenever I had children, I mm-hmm. saw getting around with, like, a stroller, you know, with wheels. Right is not easy at all no, and, and that's what not. veterans or anybody you know that's that's wounded or in a wheelchair uh-huh. they have to do with that all the time and also um that triggered a thought for me just think about if you are used to being the person defending mm-hmm. and now you're in a wheelchair you have got to feel a huge amount of vulnerability you know yeah being taken care of whenever mm-hmm. you're used to like hey i'm taking yeah. care of, of my guys my friends camaraderie and right. then you come back and you're you know, you have to count on on your family you or your loved one ones or somebody. Help. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not used exactly. to that. What do you got, Kurt? What were you saying? I, I was just gonna say, you know, like that's that's kind of demoralizing in a way. Yeah, twenty two a day. It's probably higher than that. Mm-hmm. And and it's not just it's not just wounded veterans. You know, it's it's just people coming back from war. I mean, it's war as hell. Mm-hmm. So right now it's ten fifty four. You know, there's a a couple minutes left. Is there anything else that you would like? to share 
um, you know, how people can get a hold of you, you know, any thoughts that you have. Okay. My cell phone, please call my cell phone, 936-777-4548. The email is easy. Heidi Hansing is our director of partner relations. It's Heidi at wheelchairsforwarriors.com. Crystal at wheelchairsforwarriors.com. So you can just reach out to us via email. Our website is up. Facebook, Instagram, right. Snapchat, WeChat, LinkedIn, <laughs> linked out. Got it all, huh? <laughs> Got LinkedIn, it all. Linked out. Hey, and one, and you know, one of the things that we always mention, you know, sharing is one of the best things that you can do. Absolutely. Not everybody's in a in a position where you can be like, yeah, I'm going to donate that five hundred dollars right now. Right. If you can, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's five bucks, that's awesome. But sometimes you're just not there. Mm-hmm. If you share, that's another way to partner. You're Absolutely. spreading awareness because there's a whole Facebook friends list. There's mm-hmm. a whole social media list that you're connected with. They don't know about about the organization here today we say it all the time i mean there's so many needs we need a warehouse we don't have an office we don't have a place to to build wheelchairs i mean there we have more than just a financial need there's also a need to 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 find a home to to build our wheelchairs and to store them they're in my garage right now it's nice Mm -hmm. so uh we're gonna go ahead and and pop over you know it's 10 it's 10 56 we got a bunch of busy stuff in this this afternoon but we're excited um, to get the week, get it going. You know, it's Tuesday, but it's been nice. Like I feel like the weather's finally starting to switch into spring, and uh, it's been it's been good. So we're excited for that Oyster Festival. You're going to be there? Yes, of course. We'll oh, my gosh, too. it's going to be so fun. I'll pop on the radio with you guys. All right. There you go. Do it. We'll be doing something. I don't You'll know. We're, we're excited. It's going to be a great time. The Oyster Festival is a blast. Mm-hmm. Have you been to so it before? many people love oysters. Oh, yeah, we're part of the beginning family of the Oyster Fest. Absolutely. Very cool. It'll be our first time. We're super excited. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. If you're joining on this video, feel free to still share it out. It's going to stay on your Facebook, uh, you know, your page and on the feed, and people will be able to go back and watch this video. They'll be able to, you know, ask questions and get in contact with Wheelchairs for Warriors. So have a blessed day. Be blessed. Thank you so much.